The following is a presentation of the Retro Network. 15, 64, 50, 80, 90, hey, hey! Hey, you guys. Oh, my God. Welcome to a very Brady podcast. I am one of your hosts, and my name is Jimmy. And with me, as always, is the other host of the show, Tack. Well, gee, Jimmy, I'm sure golly happy to be here. Heck yeah. And on this podcast, we celebrate classic, iconic TV shows as we break them down one episode at a time. What we do, Tack, as you know, mm-hmm. we take this episode. We take it. We break it down. With our bad selves. We stupidly listen to our quote-unquote friend... When he tells us to ram our buddy from behind, only to find out when you're done, you have to pay for it. Ah, oh, jeez. All for you, the listener. That old trope. Heck yeah. On today's episode, we look at Leave it to Beaver, season six, episode 10, entitled Wally's Car Accident. If you haven't watched this episode, please feel free to stop the podcast and go watch it before continuing. You don't have to, but it might make it a hell of a lot more funny if you do. Leave it to Beaver is available to stream on Peacock. (laughs) Two fun words. (laughs) They are fun. Beaver and pee. Well, I'm thinking pee and cock is one thing. (laughs) (laughs) They're just two fun words. So... So, how was your week? Uh, my week was um, good. I mean, I had to go back to work after the new year. This is what happy new year, by the way. It's 2023. Oh, yeah. Happy new year. Uh, my uh, daughter's is, I don't know how to say that. My daughter's is birthdays. Mm-hmm. My daughter's is birth. My twin girls, they had their birthday. <laughs> nice. That's <laughs> On the, the one that we talked to last week. That's one of well, them. One, yeah. of them. one of them. Yeah. 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 So, that was them. Um, I mean, I didn't do anything with them. Obviously, I was here and they're there. And, you know, I, of course, I shot them texts and, you know, did a Facebook post with their pictures of, of pictures of your, not your, but Y O R E, old pictures of your. My what? Old, nothing. (laughs) 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 But um, other than that, just worked and uh, had a normal week. What about you? How was your week? Uh, It was not too bad. It was kind of, ordinary just worked and came home and then yeah worked again just do anything exciting on new year's eve um no (laughs) we we were sitting around watching youtube videos and stuff and i looked at my watch was like oh shit 10 minutes left i was like oh cool and a few minutes later it's like two minutes left she's like oh cool and we were like happy new year that's about it and then we went back to watching youtube videos you said she who are we talking about my wife Oh, okay. My wee What about the kids? I think Caitlin was awake. Jake was in his room yeah. and Luke was asleep. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was just me and my son. We just were sitting on the couch and, well, it was like an hour to midnight. Mm-hmm. And then my son went to his room. He was like, I'll be back out. I was like, okay. I was like, um, he goes, do I need to wake you up? I'm like, I'm sitting on the couch watching. T- <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> he's, like, <laughs> he's like, all right, I'll come out 10 minutes before and make sure you're awake. I'm like, okay. And sure enough, I was asleep and he woke hmm. me up and he was like, Hey, it's like 10 till I'm like, okay. So I got up and, and then, uh, we didn't have any way to like watch the ball drop. So we're just like, um, 
I guess we'll just watch the clock. <laughs> it's so, not on. It wasn't on YouTube. Well, yeah, but not live. You know. Oh, Remember, I don't live on the East Coast anymore. Where every because we're spoiled when we live on the East Coast. Everything is live. When right. it's live, it is live. But when you live a little further to the West, mm-hmm. it's an hour old or two hours old or even three hours old, depending. Well, on I the, thought I thought on the the New Year's Eve shows that they when it's time for like. You know, when it's your time, then they have a second one or something like Chicago. Well, they, just, they replay it, you know, like an hour back. Oh, um, but okay. I couldn't find anything really. And I was like, well, I don't trust it because it didn't say live. And, you know, if it is, it might be an hour old. You know what I mean? So so I was like, well, we'll just watch the clock. And then we were just watching. And then they're like, okay, happy new year. All right. Hmm. Cool. Okay. And then that was it. And then my son went back to his room. And then I was asleep by 1230. Hmm. That's cool. Sounds yeah. like a fun night. Yeah. <laughs> so on the on this set, well, first of all, let me ask, what did you think about the episode? What do you think about Leave It to Beaver? <laughs> um, I I enjoyed it. I liked it. Um, yeah, I enjoyed it more than I thought I would. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing I don't like is that there's no like B story or anything. It's just one story. Yeah, it's pretty That's simple, it. isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, um, to me, Beaver looks like he's like trying to hold it a fart all the time. Like he has that like pain, <laughs> pain look on his face all the time. <laughs> he does like he squints. Every yeah, once in yeah. A while or, yeah. Yeah. I noticed <laughs> that. Um, but I mean, obviously in this episode, you know, like we said, while he gets in a car accident. So I thought it'd be fun. Like what's the worst thing that you've ever gotten in trouble with, with your parents? Like what's the worst thing you've done? <sighs> you know, I saw your notes earlier today and I saw this question on there and I was like, I'm going to have to think about this. And and you didn't? I can't. <laughs> I did. I've been thinking about it like most of the day, and I'm just like, I really didn't do anything bad, really. No, Unless- see, this No, see, this is this is our chance to show people like Jenny and Jim and Glenn oh. Glenn that we are badasses. Oh, that's true. That we are people you don't want to mess with. So let's hear it, man. Let's hear the worst thing you've done. Let's hear it. Okay. 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 Yes. Are you sure you're ready for this? Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. Are you sure our listeners are ready for this? I don't know. We might lose a lot. They may judge, you know. They may turn off their phones. They may be like, F you guys. I can't do this anymore. I thought you were real people. Not not monsters. Not just stop the podcast. They would turn off their phones. Oh, yeah. yeah. Completely call Verizon or whatever and be like, I don't want this anymore. No, they'll turn off their phone and throw it at the wall to try to break (laughs) it, but then they'll throw it with their left hand so that they look really dumb when they throw it. (laughs) So, all right, I'm taking the gloves off. Here we go. Here we go. So, um, when I was in school, Mm -hmm. um, like when teachers would like hand out homework and stuff like that, right? I didn't do it. I know. You know what I said? I, I was genius. <laughs> I was genius. You're going to be like, you might want to take notes. <laughs> so when like the teacher or even my mom asked me later, you know, why didn't you, why didn't you do the homework? Ready? Yeah. I told them I forgot. You know what I used to do? Like there's a few things I've done throughout school that I think now that the teacher probably thought I was an asshole, but I wasn't trying, I was legit trying to make it easier on the teacher, but yeah. it came across as me being, <laughs> me being a dick. <laughs> Cause I remember in fifth grade, her coming around and be like, do you have your homework ready? Yeah. Hold on a second. And I'd run to my cubby 
quote unquote yeah. copy. And I'd grab a sheet of notebook paper <laughs> and put my name at the top and turn it in. <laughs> What a dick. <laughs> and she'd You're look like at a, me like, this is just a blank sheet. Right. That way you, and this was my honest answer. This is what I answered to her. I go, that's so you know I didn't do it. Because <laughs> in my mind, I'm thinking, I don't want her to think she lost it. <laughs> you're, a, you're a third grade dick. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it's like, everything on this sheet of paper is all the fucks that I give is right here on this paper. <laughs> That's so you know, I didn't give a shit. Oops. And I autographed that shit at the top. But Jimmy, you kind of <laughs> glossed over my story because I told you I forgot. Right. But I didn't forget. That's the thing. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, damn. You know, you know like a liar. Mm. Yeah. Hell yeah. So I used to get just really shitty grades, and that's really the most I ever got in trouble for. Like, do you you remember this stuff? Like, I used to get grounded until my next report card. Yeah, I did too. Yeah, when my when my dad was alive. Yeah. Oh, God, that's cool. <laughs> nice vibe. We had <laughs> no, my, my dad when when he was alive, he would ground us until the next report card. Yeah. But we had to have our our doors open. Right, we had to stay Jesus. in our rooms, and he, the way he would word it is, "When I walk by, you damn sure better look like you're studying." He's like, "I don't care <laughs> if you study, but you damn sure better look like it." <laughs> so <laughs> you were talking about how you were a dick in like third grade or whatever. We had this one teacher. When I say we, I meant the classmates. Mm-hmm. I had this one teacher <clears throat> that he would first thing he would do in the morning, everybody pull out your homework and put it on your desk, and he would walk around. And check mark mm-hmm. whether you did it or not, right? And so <laughs> this teacher, <laughs> I don't know if he was trying to pull like a game or something, <clears throat> but he he would like make you feel guilty that you didn't do your homework. <laughs> so like he'd walk around, he'd look and put check mark, next person check mark, and he'd walk up to you and then he would look down at your desk and see nothing done. <laughs> then he'd pull up his like a little clipboard and be like, "Why didn't you do your homework?" I say I forgot. Huh? <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, like a liar. You'd be like, Tech, why is your hand behind your back? You, <laughs> you don't need to know that. <laughs> and I'd say I forgot, and then he would go, "Oh, I see." <laughs> and then he would put the little X or whatever next to my name, and then move on, and it make you feel like shit. <laughs> like, yeah. But you'd think by the next time. I still didn't do it next time either. Do you he remember? Do, do you forget again? Yeah. Do you I remember see. our math teacher, Miss Harris? Um, no. No. What grade? What Rockledge? I can't remember what math class it was. It was, but I were. It, it was one of those classes where it was like eighty-five percent homework. You know, like that based on your your grade was based on homework. Mm-hmm. And um, I understood the math. I just I didn't want to do my homework. Just, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm not going to waste my time proving something that I know how to do just because the teacher don't believe me. Sorry, I'm just not going to do it. And so, so there I, I am sitting in summer school. <laughs> well, no, I ended up getting like a 30 something in the class. Oh, and um, yeah, because <laughs> I think I guess I did my homework a few times. And um, and when it came time for the midterm exam, I got like a B minus on the midterm. Yeah. And in the second half, I didn't do any homework. 
So now my grade is something like a 29 or something. <laughs> and then when I had the final exam, I got an A minus. An A minus on the final exam. Yeah. And Miss Harris was pissed because according to the school board, the rules state, if you demonstrate, you know, the material by the end of the class and in the midterm and, and um, final um, exams, mm. then you, you they have to pass you because you, you've demonstrated that, you know, the content of the class. And so be, be, even with the, the B minus and the A minus, I still had like a 50 something. <laughs> class, but she had no choice, but to pass me, she had to according to the rules. So I got an, an, a, uh, an S in that class. It's the first time I ever got anything other than a through F. I got an <laughs> S, which is a satisfactory. No, I'm sorry. It was a P for pass. It's a P. Yeah. Oh. Well, so you beat the system. Yes. You played by their rules and you won. I did. Damn. I had a little bit of a grudge. The true story. I had a little bit of a grudge against that teacher because I went to her one time and you know, I, I wasn't really into sports. I didn't, I wasn't into the whole swim thing like you were. And, um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, I wasn't into the whole Sorry, Michael Phelps thing. You like made you. me do a spit take there. Yeah. <laughs> 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 you keep bringing up this whole swim team thing. Like, I was like this hardcore, like, swimmer all through high school. You gotta be no, bashful I about was, it, man. We're all, we're all friends here. <laughs> I was on the swim team for, like, I don't know, a week. <laughs> In, like, ninth grade, and that's it. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> um, so, I, I didn't play any sports, right? Wasn't so a jock I, like you, Tech? So, I went to Miss Harris, who... Miss Harris was in charge of the cheerleading squad. And I noticed, I'm like, there's no males on that cheerleading squad at all. So I went to her, I was like, (laughs) hey, like, do you ever have guys on the cheerleading squad? She's like, well, well, if we had a guy interested, we'd think about it. Yeah. I was like, so what would I have to do to be interested in it? And she busts out with, we would need somebody a lot stronger than you. Like, what? She's like, well, you're going to have to like lift up people and you're just, you're just too small. (laughs) <laughs> all right bitch it's on it is fucking on <laughs> so i failed her class and got a p you showed her that's right who's the strong one now bitch <laughs> <laughs> that's the kind of people you're dealing with <laughs> All you listeners out there that thinking me think me and Tack are just goofballs. No, we're badasses. Yeah. Just saying. <laughs> so is that I don't know if you ever even answered your own question. What's the worst thing you ever got in trouble for? Um, well, I never got in trouble for that because my mom never found out. <laughs> After my dad died, my mom didn't give two shits about my grade. Um, oh, Jimmy, stop. That's not true. Oh, so is. <laughs> I never got in trouble for getting bad grades. Um but as far as the worst thing I did, I got in trouble for taking a sledgehammer to our shed once. We had a bunch of center blocks in the shed, and I yeah. took a sledgehammer and destroyed all the center blocks. Why? I don't know. I just wanted to see what would happen to what it felt like to destroy center blocks with a sledgehammer. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's probably the worst thing I got in trouble for. And it wasn't even with my mom. It was my brother, Rick. <laughs> hmm. He was like, I was going to use those. What the hell are you going to use these for? <laughs> what are you going to use them for? you doing stealing boxes for what you trying to build a clubhouse and i know you ain't go out like that and it was like six of them like it wasn't enough to build anything like <laughs> like what are you gonna do with six center blocks in the in the shed like what are you gonna do with them i don't know exactly 
<laughs> you know what you're going to do with them now? You put that shit out by the road, aren't you? <laughs> That's what you're going to do with them. So, yeah. <laughs> we are a couple of badasses. We are. So, I, th- I, I think... Tell you what. I think with everything we've dished out to the listeners, I think we need to give them time to digest all that. Yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll go on break. Okay. And, and when we get back... We'll listen to two more badasses, which is Beaver and Wally. Oh, shit. Hell yeah. Couple of thugs. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're going to take a break and we'll be back in a minute. Hey, Gen Xers, get the news and podcasts that matter to you on Rediscover the 80s. Each week, hosts Jason and Wyatt deliver two shows that will connect you with the past. First, listen to the 80s weekly newscast with retro pop culture headlines from the world of movies. They are actually trying to reboot The Naked Gun with Liam Neeson. Streaming. Transformers Earth Spark. What did you think, man? It looked interesting, but it looks like it's another spin-off of the Rescue Bots. Collectibles and more. They made Tina Turner into a Barbie. Then listen to Memory Jogger, featuring memories from the 80s and early 90s. We're going to spin the old randomizer tonight. Are you ready? I'm ready. Let's spin it. <laughs> oh, a big one. Transformers and GoBots. Star Wars. Ooh, we might be here a while. <laughs> Robin Ooh. Williams. What a tribute. Yeah, Robin Williams. Ooh, oh, grandparents. Michael, Michael J. Fox. Fox. PSA commercials. PSA commercials. Ooh, okay. Listen to both shows now on Rediscover the 80s. Search now in popular listening apps or stream from your browser at rediscoverthe80s.com. The 80s Weekly and Memory Jogger. Two shows that will help you rediscover the 80s. And we are back. All right. Ooh, man. Okay, we have Leave It to Beaver, Season 6, Episode 10, entitled Wally's Car Accident. Hmm. So let's get into this, some facts about the episode. It first aired on a very special day, Tech. Oh, wow. Look at that. November 29th, 1962. 12 wow. years later, I will be pushing through my mom's JJ. I'm fine. I just uh, threw up in my mouth a little bit. <laughs> Written by Joe Connolly, Bob Mo- Mosher. Mosher, 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 and Dick Conway. <laughs> Dick. Dick. Directed by Hugh Beaumont. Oh, shit. Hey, that's pretty now cool. Now you know where uh, Mike Brady got the inspiration from. <laughs> <laughs> so some interesting facts, according to IMDb. Ward's car is a 1963 Plymouth Fury, a pretty hard top sedan. It's <laughs> mm-hmm. pretty. I, guess, I mean, I guess there's semi hard tops and then there's a that's pretty hard top. Like. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, anyways, <laughs> so the Plymouth Fury is the same kind of thing, Christine. Um, it's powered by any number of engines from a 225 slant six all the way to a yeah. 426 wedge. Yeah, 426, 427, yeah. whatever it takes. You know? Beaver's washing dishes when his parents call. But how good of a job could he do 
Since he never rolled up his sleeves, he has a long sleeve button down on and the sleeves aren't rolled up, nor do they appear wet. This was in IMDb. Yes. Like, like mm-hmm. somebody went in there who's just like probably like a professional dishwasher and was like, we're not going to pull up IMDb. Like, like are you bullshit. serious? Like, how, okay. how, how good of a job can a teenage boy do <laughs> when his, his, his sleeves aren't even rolled up? He's just, they're not even rolled up. He's just fucking playing in the water anyways. He's just like, <laughs> the damage to the right front corner area was visibly more than just a headlight. I noticed this too. Both Mm. headlights were broken. The turn signal lens too. The entire chrome housing was bent and the hood was warped and lifted at the corner fender. Mm -hmm. The damage can be clearly seen. Any body shop would have included significant labor to realign the hood and any other fender and grill replacements. Just 18 bucks. (laughs) And the house was used on desperate housewives. Oh, that's fun. Yes. So I was doing a little bit of research myself. Right. So how old do you think Hugh Beaumont and Barbara Billingsley were during the filming of this episode? One of Um, them may surprise you. (laughs) Well, I think Hugh Beaumont's a little bit older. Yeah. If I had to guess, because people looked older back then. So to me, he looks like in his 60s, which means in their time, (laughs) he's probably like 52 or something. And then Barbara Billingsley... Same thing. If I had to guess, she's probably in her 50s, which means she's probably like 47. <laughs> you looked this shit up already. <laughs> why can't, why is this so impossible that I'm just good at it? <laughs> yes, you nailed them both perfectly. Hugh yes. Beaumont was 52 and Barbara Billingsley was 47. <sighs> she's your age in this. I it's know. crazy. I know. I was looking at her. I was like, would I date her? I was like, she looks like a grandma. I think it's just the hairstyle. You know what I noticed? Speaking of the hairstyle, I noticed she's got the same hairstyle as Uncle Jesse. It <laughs> does not. Yes, she does. Look at Uncle Jesse and look at her hairstyle. It's the same hairstyle. Now, you're confusing season one Uncle Jesse where he had the mullet with Carol No, I'm thinking Brady's of the episode we mullet. watched last week. <laughs> oh. And what's funny is her and Wally have the same haircut, too. <laughs> <clears throat> Yep. All right. All right. All right. <clears throat> so you ready to fade in? I'm so ready to fade in. Okay. In that case, cue the music because we're fading in. It's bouncy. It is. Scene one. <clears throat> we open our episode with the beaver sitting on the couch with Wally looking out the window. Beaver with a worried look on his face breaks the silence saying, Wally, do you think you ought to ask dad as soon as he gets home? Wally answers, well, sure. That's the best way. Ask him to get it over with. Beaver, still looking worried, asks, but ask him to borrow the car, especially since it's brand new. But before he can get any more out, Wally says, hey, he just drove up. Beaver asks, well, how's he look? Wally answers, kind of good for his age. I mean, he's kind of muscular, but not like flexing, you know, <laughs> and damn that hair. No, No, just kidding. (laughs) Well, he's just getting out of the car. We hear the car door close and Wally says he's got his briefcase with him. But Beaver leans back on the couch and simply says, "Uh oh, that means he's got a lot of other junk on his mind. How's he walking? Wally gives Beaver a look like check out this motherfucker (laughs) (laughs) and asks, what do you mean? (laughs) 
Beaver explains, well, if his head is up and he's looking around all the flowers and stuff, then that means you got a pretty good chance. Now, at this point, the father still hasn't gotten to the front door. <laughs> Wally says his head isn't up. He's not looking around at all. Beaver sits up straight and says, boy, that's a problem. <clears throat> that probably means I left my bicycle in the driveway again. <laughs> Wally, now getting irritated, turns and says, Beaver, what did you have to go and do a dumb thing like that for? Especially tonight. The father then finally walks in through the front door and is greeted by both Wally and the beaver saying, hi, dad. The father quickly says, hello, boys, but immediately says, Wally, how many times do I have to remind you to not leave the lawnmower in the middle of the garage? Oh, shit. He then walks away yelling, June, but quickly turns Carol. back and says, will you please move it so I can put the car away? Wally watches him leave and says, yes, sir. Beaver slowly turns to him and says, you know, Wally, sometimes you're almost as dumb as I am. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. It's funny how you kept saying the father. Then the father walked in. <laughs> well, that's how they were. From. Hello, father. <laughs> so Wally and Beaver are wearing practically the same shirt. <laughs> A little that, different, yeah. but like not different enough. Like it was mm -hmm. weird. I noticed yeah. clothing. <laughs> well, I I have that note as well, as well. I said, why would you put two guys in similar prints like that? Oh, oh wow. I mean, you already have a strike against you because it's in black and white. Yeah. And you're going to put a, like a primarily white shirt on there too? Like, ah, you're trying to bore the audience? <laughs> um, my first note is, wow, that couch is ugly. Oh, <laughs> I Holy shit. <laughs> I like that print all over it. Oh, God, it's awful. <laughs> you remember that couch from the 80s that everybody had where it had like the, the stained wooden arms and frame and it had that ugly floral print all over it that was kind of velvety? <laughs> yeah, I think so. It, it yeah. kind of looked like that, but without all the cool wood stuff. <clears throat> um, oh, so yeah, my other note is what, what the fuck is up with the name Beaver? Like, what? So I did a little deep dive on that. Um, Interesting. Okay. So the origin of the nickname Beaver was not revealed until the finale in season six. <laughs> Smart. So the story goes, when Theodore or Beaver was born, Wally as a young child couldn't pronounce Theodore. It came out as Tweeter, the but fuck? then it eventually became Beaver. And so Mr. Colin Beaver. Sense. Yeah. Okay. I thought it was because of his big teeth. That's what I always thought too, but hmm. Uh, hmm, okay. Um, Wally isn't wearing a belt. And wasn't that kind of like the standard back then? Cause all, they were all into like, you know, keeping your shirt tucked in and shit. Like, isn't it, wasn't <laughs> it like important for your belt to match your shoes and shit like that? Well, still is the standard. If you're, if your belt is brown, your shoes are brown, black. Well, if belt, you tuck your shirt shoes. in, <laughs> if I don't tuck my shirt in, I'll give a shit. Um, well, yeah. yeah, so that's it. That's all. All right. Well, scene two. We are then treated to more of the opening credits. Question yeah, mark. I thought that was weird. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, in the bathroom, we see Wally preparing for his night out by combing his hair in the bathroom mirror. Soon, actually, they're not going. They're just getting ready for dinner. That's what they did oh, back Jesus. then. <laughs> so, oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> you know, when they say go get washed up for dinner, that's what they mean. Go wash your hands, comb your hair. When I was watching it, as much formality was being put into it, I honestly thought that he was like going on a date or something. <laughs> Soon, Ward yells, boys, dinner. Wally yells, okay, dad, we're coming. Just as Beaver walks in from around the corner, he walks up to Wally and says, hey, Wally, 
Are you really going to ask dad at dinner if you can borrow his car? He answers, yeah, as he hands the comb over to Beaver. Beaver goes on, well, why don't you wait till after dessert so you won't spoil the whole meal? <laughs> While he gives him a smirk and says, look, Beaver, why don't you try and help me get dad in a good mood? Wait, what the fuck? It was a different good time mood. back then, man. <laughs> it was a different time How's back then. How's he going to do that? I don't, I don't want him. <laughs> <laughs> the beaver turns around and says, well, I might. What's in it for me? While he explains, well, it'll be good practice for you when you want to get him in a good mood for yourself. <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, isn't that like, like June's job? Uh, I don't know, man. Like I'm so confused already. I have, questions, I have questions later on what goes on in this family. We'll get okay. to that in a minute. Uh, Beaver gives them that golly gee willikers smile as they walk out of the bathroom together with Wally's arm around the beaver. Um, okay. Side note, I've never seen golly gee willikers spelled. So that's interesting that you spell it. But even like um, you, the computer doesn't know if you spelled it right. So, I don't even know how you spell it. Because you click on it, you right click, mm-hmm. and even the computer's like, uh, it's probably right. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think Willikers is a name. Like, <laughs> not a name. I don't think Willikers is a word. So, yeah, I, I think that's why it's like, eh, that's bullshit. But <laughs> I, I don't know what's better. So, just leave it like that. <laughs> <sighs> did you happen in the background, did you happen to see that creepy ass? clown photo by the mirror like clown picture i did there's actually two of them there's one on each side of the mirror well not only that but i think the thing that you pull to turn a lamp on and off it looks like some dude hanging from a noose <laughs> like, what the fuck is this john wayne gacy's house i, I don't know it's creepy as shit though <laughs> <laughs> i didn't know this <laughs> <laughs> but also that i i thought in this scene i had thought that whole area was the bathroom because the mirror and oh, in yeah, the background, yeah, yeah. I was like, what the fuck? That's a huge bathroom. <laughs> no, but it turns out it's, in the back of a different room that had like sinks and shit. And I was like, I, does that mean that they got to like sit on the dumpster with like the whole room being able to see it? <laughs> you know, they were in their room and they could see the bathroom in the other room. Yeah. But there was no door. <laughs> I think there was. The door was just open. Oh. Mm. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. Scene three. Down at the dinner table, Ward is going through his day explaining, then this fella said, well, I'm not worried about losing my job. I think all this business about automation is highly exaggerated. Well, just at that moment, a voice said, this is a recording. You're fired. <laughs> the family laughs as it's on cue. <laughs> You're fired. Good one, Dad. And then the elephant said, no, thanks. I have a trunk. Oh, stop. 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 You're going to hurt my gut. <laughs> but things go awkward when Beaver laughs a little too long. Hmm. Ward, perhaps having an early version of the bullshit detector, says Beaver. <laughs> Tell me, uh, did you bring a note home from your teacher today? <laughs> but the Beaver says... Oh, no, Dad. Uh, that's one of your jokes I've never heard before. <laughs> Ward smiles and goes back to eating. But before he can, June says, Ward, want to tell the boys about our weekend? Ward says, oh, yeah. Speaking of beavers, <laughs> <laughs> we're going to be going out of town a couple of days with the Haneys. June corrects him saying, well, it really isn't going to be that long. We're going to leave Friday and come back Saturday. I don't remember asking you a goddamn thing. 
Ward looks at June and says, and look at that. Friday is one day. And what do you know? Saturday is just another day right next to it, isn't it? <laughs> so I guess that would be a couple of days now, wouldn't it? Huh, funny how that works. No, he didn't say that. That would have been awesome if he did that. <laughs> Wally, looking nervous, says, this Friday? June goes, mm-hmm. The Haney's are going to pick us up, and they're going to be driving. Wally, relieved to hear this, says, oh, oh, that's great. Which, of course, gets the attention of both Ward and June. Oh, shit. Wally, seeing he's acting suspicious, says, I mean, I hope you guys have a real nice time. And and Beaver speaks up and says, and could Wally borrow your car, Dad? Ward looks at the Beaver like he's a fucking idiot and asks, <laughs> what's this? Finally, Wally, putting on his big boy pants, says, Dad, you see, I'm taking Shirley to the school prom at the country club Friday night. And I was going to ask if I could borrow your car. Ward thinks for a moment and says, well, if it's a school prom, Wally, can't you ride with one of your friends, Eddie or Lumpy? Wally explains, Eddie and Lumpy are going stag in Lumpy's car. And anyways, I hate to always be sponging rides off the other guys. June speaks up and says, Wally, your father just got the car. He's hardly had it a week. I don't remember asking you a goddamn thing. <laughs> Ward looks down at his lap thinking as Wally says, I'll take really good care of it, dad. Why the next day I'll even wax it for you. Won't we beef? The beaver enthusiastically says, well, sure. But then realizes what Wally volunteered him for and says, what? Sure. And thanks for choosing me. <laughs> June, perhaps realizing that she's the only one that has said no so far says ward the car would just be sitting in the garage ward looks at her for a moment and says oh oh and you're gonna you're gonna let me speak for myself now are you hmm. <laughs> no he didn't say <laughs> ward i love the passive aggressiveness i'm giving ward it's just awesome <laughs> no ward says i know dear but it's just that well the car's hardly broken in yet Wally quickly says, I'll drive real slow and I'll be real careful. Honest, dad. The beaver speaks up and says, sure, dad. He always, <laughs> he always drives real slow when he's with a girl. Ward looks at June and smiles at the obvious jab at Wally about how much of a virgin he is. <laughs> <laughs> then Ward says, oh, I guess it's all right. You were always careful with the other car. I guess you can borrow this one. Wally, who's now super happy, says, oh, boy, thanks a lot, Dad. The beaver lets out a hue and says, and when you came home, Wally said you were in a bad mood. Everyone just laughs. <laughs> I love how beaver just rips the bandaid off for Wally. <laughs> that was, like, really unexpected. I was like, oh, shit. I was like, and I, like, froze. I was like, what's he going to say? <laughs> it's kind of like if you're trying to wax your legs. And you're like being trying to be, you're all nervous. You're trying to be careful about it. And your son comes up, just do this. It just rips it off for you. Like, God dang it. What are you doing? No. What's this now? What are you guys doing? You've never seen videos of people waxing their legs? No, but you were saying as if like I do this like weekly. Oh, like for your swim meets, man. It makes you go faster. What? For your swim meets, man. It makes you go like you didn't didn't wax your legs and swim team. Get out of here with that. Less drag, man. Come on now. No wonder, no wonder you quit after a week. <laughs> they eat like they're on Big Bang Theory. You notice that? 
You what? notice on Big Bang Theory, well, Penny ate. She wasn't supposed to, but she ate. But it's just a lot of moving around of food with a fork. They don't really well, eat. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> some of these, like, meal shots, like, they take hours. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, so they I can't just be find eating. A, they can't eat all the food that's on a plate. And B, they can't constantly be eating, you know, like, because <laughs> they'll get full. You know? Right, yeah. And so a lot of times they have, like, a spit bucket, like, next to them. So they'll put food in their mouth and they'll spit it away. Um, or otherwise, the, all the actors would weigh like 300 pounds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. Well, it's always funny because like uh, on Friends, for example, um, Joey, like they always said that he always fucking ate. Like he never did not. Like everybody would pretend to eat. <laughs> or you always see people on TV shows like take little bites of something. Big yeah. old sandwich and like, like a little piece of yeah. bread. You know? But like uh, <laughs> Matt LeBlanc, like they said that he always ate and like did never stop and it was just funny <laughs> well what's up with the stupid fucking names on the show <laughs> like beaver lumpy june like <laughs> june <laughs> <sighs> jimmy that's your mama's name <laughs> i know <laughs> um and lumpy man, is your dad ward <laughs> ward lets it lets it known that that's his fucking car doesn't he <laughs> Holy shit. Like, does June even have a license? Like, is she even allowed to drive? I don't know. It's a good question. But yeah, that's that's where I put the note. She's your age. <laughs> uh-huh. Scene uh-huh. info. All dressed up and ready to go. June comes out of the TV room and yells up the stairs. Boys, we're about ready to leave. She picks up her purse and checks herself in the mirror as the boys come running down the stairs. The beaver, with his shirt buttons messed up and untucked, tells his mother, well, I was just helping Wally get dressed. What the fuck? (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I guess me and you did that. You used to help me get dressed all the time, so I guess it's not that weird. No? Okay. Was that one of those things I wasn't supposed to tell? Wally says, yeah, Mom, look at him. Can you imagine him helping anybody get dressed? June looks at Beaver and then back at Wally and says, no, wait. You were helping him get dressed <laughs> and your shirt is half untucked. He's 17 years old. You're 14. <laughs> what the hell goes on when your father and I aren't around? <laughs> no, she didn't say that. But you think, we, you think we they help each other wipe? You think they're like, can you, can, no, seriously, man, can you check and make sure, just make sure I got it all. Just look real quick. Is that okay. what brothers do? I don't have a brother. I've never had one. Is that what My brothers, brothers do? never did that, no. That's probably why I had a shitty ass all the time. Oh my god. <laughs> oh. oh my god. <sighs> June looks at him and tells him, Come on, tuck your shirt in. Nobody likes an unkempt beaver. <laughs> I tried to get through this without laughing. Oh my god. That's awesome. She then points down at his feet and says, where are your shoes? Beaver says, gee, mom, I'm not going any place tonight. Does the guy have to look like Tony Curtis just to watch television? <laughs> Ooh, dang. June drops the subject and says, Wally, your father's in the den, and I think he wants to talk to you before we leave. Wally, now nervous, says, oh, okay, mom. She then points at the beaver <laughs> and says, and you go upstairs and do something about the way you look. That'd be quite a trick. <laughs> That's awesome. You got to be out of your damn mind thinking you can be comfortable around our house. Next thing you're going to be smoking the devil's lettuce and listening to Chubby Checker. 
<laughs> That's awesome. Smoking them jazz cigarettes. <laughs> uh, <sighs> the beaver says, yes, mom. And leaves to go upstairs. But before he can go, June has to get one more shot in saying, Beaver, look at your socks. <laughs> Beaver lifts up his foot to reveal the heel of his sock is gone. He looks up and says, Oh yeah, Mom, I noticed that this morning when I was putting them on. June looks at him sternly and says, Well, why didn't you change it? The Beaver shrugs and says, <laughs> I figured my shoe would cover it up. It's <clears throat> a good point. It's not wrong. So what's kind of cool is Wally and June have the same haircut. Like I said earlier, that's kind of funny. Um, man, Beaver has some sash. You notice that? He's got a little bit of attitude when he talks sometimes. You notice that? <laughs> Was the guy that looked like fucking Tony Curtis now to fucking yeah, walk around yeah. your motherfucking He's house? He's like, well, damn. Like, I shouldn't have to put on fucking shoes just sit around out. Like, yo. <laughs> yeah. I'm still curious in how Beaver helped Wally get dressed. <laughs> I told you, like me and you used to. scene five meanwhile in what looks like ward's study or library or something we see ward showing wally his balls (laughs) he watches his dad pull out both of his balls and hold them in his hand for a second simply admiring them before he puts them away Finally, Wally asks, Oh, you gonna play golf, Dad? (laughs) Ward says, Yeah, Mr. Haney and I hope to put in a round. Wally's still on (laughs) Wally's still on his best behavior, says, I hope you have a real fine game and enjoy yourself very much. (laughs) Ward calling that shit out says Thanks, Wally. You don't have to go overboard, though. I already said you could have the car. <laughs> they both smile and laugh at each other as Wally says, yes, sir. <laughs> Ward goes on saying, now look about the dance tonight. I don't want you piling a lot of kids in the car. Understand? Wally now serious says, oh, gee, dad, it's just going to be Shirley and me. You know, got to leave room in the back seat. Eh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He nudges his father in the belly with his elbow. No, he, he do um, but we knew what he meant. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Ward hands over the keys and says, good. Just then we hear a horn honking. June yells out, Ward, the Haney's just drove up. Ward answers, all right, dear, mm-hmm. as he picks up his golf clubs and walks out. <laughs> so Ward says he didn't want Wally to pile a bunch of kids in the car, which means right. he could pile a few kids in the car. That's true. Yeah, he can we'll have like one or two. Yeah, which is kind of a cool option to know that you, mm-hmm. case you need it. I don't know the difference between a bunch or a few are, but. I think what he, if, if my dad would have said that to me, he probably would have meant like, you know, if, if somebody's car breaks down and they need to ride, that's fine. But other than that, no. <laughs> yeah. um, did you see that he had a wallet for his keys? No, I didn't. Because when he handed the keys over to Wally, he handed him a wallet, and it and it kind of sparked a memory a long, long time ago when I was a kid. My uh, my uncle gave me this. It was like a he called it a keychain, but it was like a leather bound wallet, and you open it up, and it had like five hooks inside it that you that you attach your keys to. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember those. Yeah, so that's kind of neat. Um, hmm. and June, I thought it was neat. June is putting gloves on to go outside, but not like 
like winter gloves, those <laughs> no. like stylish gloves that women wore back in like you know, to like your elbows and shit. Yeah, I was like, that's kind of cool. I haven't seen those in, in years either. We need to bring that shit back. <laughs> Not the gloves, the the keychain. Oh, the keychain, yeah, yeah. Scene six. Wally walks with Ward to the front door to see him off. As Ooh. soon as they get to the front door, the beeve runs down the stairs and asks, "Hey, Dan, do you want to lecture me before the Haneys come in?" <laughs> Ward, seemingly unsurprised at the question, says, No, Beaver, I think you're beyond the age where we have to lecture you every time we go away, don't you? Beaver shrugs and says, Yeah, I just thought you might want to do anyways. Hmm. Soon, June walks up saying, Goodbye, Wally. Now you be careful. Wally assures her and says, Sure, Mom, don't worry. Ward loudly says, Bye, Wally. Bye, Beaver. (laughs) As he picks up his golf clubs and walks out the front door. Wally says, Bye, Dad. Love you but then looks down at the ground and then quickly remembers this is the 60s and to show affection towards their father was completely disrespectful and borderline offensive. That's fucked up. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why I said that. Sorry. June is still refusing to allow her family to be comfortable, says Beaver. Where are your fucking socks? (laughs) Beaver looks down at his feet, then at June and says, Gee, Mom, you yelled at me about them, so I took them off. (laughs) June quickly says, Beaver, now you go right back upstairs and, but is cut off by Ward, who simply says, June. (laughs) Mm -hmm. June, looking like a kid got caught slapping her little sister, turns and looks at Ward. Ward says, We're leaving for the weekend. Why don't we get off to a good start, huh? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. June soon changes her tone, damn right, saying, Mm -hmm. well, all right. Goodbye, beaver. Be a good boy. As she bends down and kisses her beaver. (laughs) She then turns to Wally and kisses him. (laughs) No, she didn't. (laughs) Hey, it's that kind of family, man. Whatever. She kisses him on the cheek and says, goodbye, Wally. He politely answers, bye, Mom. And just like that, Ward and June are on their way. Hmm. Okay, so so serious question. Yeah. I'm not trying to be funny. Is is Beaver kind of slow? <laughs> no. Why do you always think everybody's slow? Because he acts like he's slow. Like, he's like 14, and he's asking questions that a five-year-old would ask. Like what? I don't He just seems like a child. Like, like really, really, really <laughs> immature. I don't think he's quit. I think he's just acting like normal 14 year old June is being okay. fucking like fucking on him, like for the stupidest shit. Well, that was my next note. I was like, man, June, holy shit, June needs to calm the fuck down, man. Like, like next she'll yeah. be bitching about Wally using up all the gas and asking to borrow money and shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> do you see how her demeanor changed though when Ward spoke up? Mm-hmm. That's how Megan is with me. <laughs> <laughs> just just nobody nobody tell my wife I said that. Yeah, you know, I don't want the secret to get out. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, She'll be embarrassed. Exactly. Yeah. I'm trying not I'm not I'm not trying to embarrass her. Wait, she's not she's not coming out. Okay, yeah, she's in the room. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Oh shit, the parents are away. Do you think they'll throw a hip bash at the pad or will they be squares in a wet rag? Well, you know the saying. When the mm. parents are away, the beaver will play. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not surprising that Ward didn't kiss the beaver. I don't think you guys did that that much back then. I don't think so either, no. <laughs> I don't think at all. 
<laughs> Scene seven. Out in what looks like a fancy hotel, we see June all dolled up fixing her makeup with Ward beside her fixing his tie when the phone rings. Ward walks over and answers it saying, hello? Yeah, George. Okay, fine. Uh-huh. 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 <laughs> right away. <laughs> he puts the phone down and begins helping June with her fur coat as he says, the Haneys will meet us downstairs in the lobby. June says, word. <laughs> nah, she says, <laughs> it would be funny if she did. She says, good. As they get to the door, June crosses her arms, turns to Ward and says, Ward, I think I'll call home first. Ward, sounding disappointed, says, June, we barely got here. Hmm. June, not seeing his point, says, and? Oh, shit. Ward shrugs and says, well, I'd like the boys to think that we have a little faith in him. Hmm. I want it to look like we're snooping. June thinks about it, and with her arms still crossed, says, I don't either. I want it to look like we care. Oh, shit. Damn. She smirks, knowing she's right, as Ward says, I'll get the number for you. Because, you know, they don't know their own phone number. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he walks over to the rotary phone and dials zero. <laughs> like, so, um, so, yeah, yeah, Beth, yeah, can you give me the number to home? <laughs> well, if this was, uh, if this was Andy Griffith, it'd be, yeah, Sarah, there's Sarah who is always that. Uh, can you patch me through? <laughs> um, <laughs> so when she, because earlier, earlier, you know, Jim was like, I want to call the boys, but I know he's going to fucking give me a hard ass time about it. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Why do you want to fucking call the boys all the time? God damn. And then <laughs> he'd be like, God, I'm going to feel like they're fucking, we're fucking snooping. And then she was like, and I'm going to hit him with, I want to let them know that we fucking care. Yeah, like, yeah, That's what I'm going to say. Yeah. 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 So, and then she says it and she's like, fuck yeah, dude. As he's dialing the phone, she's like, yeah, they got him. That's time. I can tell this time. That's <laughs> time. Yeah, I put some stank on it that time too. You think you're cool because you got that new fucking car? Yeah. uh, Yeah. I got the new fucking stank for you. That's what I got. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) Scene eight. Back at home, we see the beaver sitting in an armchair, eating an apple and some chips when the phone rings. He gets up and turns the TV off, then answers the phone saying, hello. Well, hi, mom. June asks, is everything all right? Oh, then she nods her head on a fucking phone call. <laughs> what are you looking at on television? The beaver says, it's a movie. There's a whole bunch of people that are pulling this big cannon across Spain. June, not understanding what the fuckerson is talking about, asks, oh, well, are you enjoying it? <laughs> the beaver answers, well, I don't know. I don't understand it too well. I'm just waiting for him to shoot off the cannon so I can go to bed. Is there anything you want? Or are you just one of those parents that ask if everyone's all right all the time? <laughs> you know the type. <laughs> the fuck's that supposed to mean, Tuck? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's about you. You do that. <laughs> June, obviously missing the kids, says, no, we just wanted to know we were thinking about you. Beaver says, oh, yeah? Well, thanks for thinking about me, but you're my mom, and that's weird. <laughs> I'm not your literal beaver. <laughs> can I 
go back to watching the movie now? <laughs> I think they're about to shoot off the cannon. Like, it's not figuratively, literally. <laughs> June says, all right, Beaver. If you're still awake when Wally comes home, you tell him we called. All right, honey. Bye-bye. <laughs> she hangs up the phone and turns to Ward, who hands her her purse and asks, feel better? And June smiles and says, much. Mm, much too much. Oh, much too much. As they begin to leave again, June turns around and says, oh, dear. When Ward asks, what's the matter? June says, I forgot to ask Beaver if he put his socks on. What? God damn it. Are you fucking with me? Ward gives her the look. And practically pushes her out the door. <laughs> so is he watching this in Spanish or something? Is that why he don't understand what's going on? <laughs> I didn't even think about that. I just thought maybe the plot was too complex mm. for him. Well, for a 14 you know, year old, that's what I'm saying. Slow. That's exactly like it's, <laughs> it's too slow for somebody that's mentally handicapped. <laughs> it shouldn't be too slow for a 14 year old. Like, come on. I don't know. What the fuck is it? Is is it with her and those damn socks? Why does she give a shit about some the socks so much? Like, like it it be worse. I used to wear socks all the time, like around the house. Like, yeah, all but the you time. didn't do it because your mom would get on to you if you didn't. No, but my point is, it's unhealthy. Oh, I had I to force myself to take socks off, and now I don't wear them around the house anymore because I developed like athlete's foot. You know, because I was an athlete. You know, mm-hmm. in high school, from most the swim team, yeah. No, but um, you can develop athlete's foot by wearing socks all the time, and it's just not healthy. You need to take socks off and air air them out. So okay, not the socks, your feet. Hmm. <laughs> but uh, wow, talk about a smother mother, Jesus, right? Pete, holy shit! I don't know if I can <clears throat> grow up in that house. Oh my god, I mean, Carol Brady's not even that bad. What the fuck? Carol Brady's the fucking opposite. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, that'll be fine. I think one of them's bleeding. They're outside, right? Is Alice there? It's all that matters. <laughs> Alice will clean it up. <laughs> Scene nine. Next, we are treated to a short montage of Wally at the prom, and we see Shirley and Wally walking out. Shirley says, oh, I had a wonderful time. Wally, did you? Wally says, oh, yeah, I had a swell time. Look, Shirley, I'd like to take you out for a malt or a hamburger or something. It's not that I'm trying to be cheap. But I promised my dad I'd take the car right home after the dance. Shirley says, golly, Wally. (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't eat another thing after all the punch and stuff we had. Wally, feeling relieved, says, yeah, that chicken salad was pretty good. It didn't have as many bones in it as usual. (laughs) Then you don't mind going right home? Shirley says, oh, no, Wally. It's okay. But before they can leave, Eddie comes running up saying, hey, Wally. How's it going, lover boy? He then looks at Shirley and says, what do you say, gorgeous? (laughs) Shirley politely says, hello, Eddie. Eddie then turns to Wally and blinks for an unusually long time, saying, (laughs) did you notice that? No. He's like Miss Gomer, where he leaves his eyes closed when he talks. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, about that. Yeah. <laughs> Look, she, Wally. She referred to herself in the third person all the time. Yeah. Miss Gomer doesn't like it when. <laughs> I used to always think it would be funny if we switched chairs real quick with your eyes closed. <laughs> no. But I never did it. Um, <laughs> no, anyways. <clears throat> he says, Look, Wally, we got to give Lumpy's car a shove. The battery's conked out. Wally, not understanding, says, What? <laughs> Wally points and says, Yeah, he's right over there. 
All he needs is another car to give him a little push. But while he puts his foot down saying, yeah, well, okay, I'm not pushing anybody's car. Why don't you get one of the other guys with a jalopy like Ronnie or Greg Brady or to shove him? (laughs) (laughs) Eddie argues, Ronnie's already pushing Don. Wally argues back, okay, well then get one of the other guys. This is my father's brand new car. I'm not taking any chances. Eddie asks, what harm can it do? When Eddie sees he's not getting anywhere, he says, look, Lumpy's got an old horse blanket he uses on the hood in the winter. We'll wrap it around the bumper, okay? Shirley, having heard enough, speaks up finally saying, he's got his father's brand new car. (laughs) I don't remember asking you a goddamn thing. But Eddie takes this and runs with it saying, oh boy, that's just great. His two best buddies stuck in a broken down jalopy and he's riding around in his dream wagon. He won't even. But while he finally gives in saying, all right, all right, Eddie, I'll give him a push. But look, we got to be careful. Eddie, happy his selfish ass got his way, turns Mm -hmm. to Shirley and says, oh, this kid is all heart. Mm-hmm. While he opens the door for Shirley and closes it behind her, as Eddie says, I'll see you over there. But before he can go, Wally turns and says, Hey, look, Eddie, how do you know Lumpy's car is going to even start if I push it? Eddie shrugs and says, We're a can't miss. We use the same system to get over here. Wally shrugs his shoulders and gets into his car. Hmm. What kind of a dancer's chicken salad? An awesome one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Wally is such a good guy. Too good. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, like, nope. Brand new car. If my dad would let me borrow his brand new car, I'll be damned if I'm going to be pushing any cars. (laughs) But it seems like this scene was all ADR. Did you notice that? No, I didn't notice at all. Mm, It's weird. Man, Eddie is so fucking sleazy. Well, yeah. (laughs) That's his whole character. And wait till you see him, like, around, like, you know, Warden June. He's like, acts like the perfect boy. And he was like, hello, Mr. And Mrs. You know, Cleaver or whatever. Like, Why do you look lovely today? You know, he's such a dick. Why the fuck would you take a car if you knew you couldn't get home in it? That doesn't make any well, sense. They pop the clutch to get there and then you pop the clutch to get out. Why would you pop the clutch when you could just jumpstart it? I don't know. That's dumb. Um, <laughs> I've never heard of a car being used to push another car to start it. I've never heard of that. Usually it's just like two or three guys. Like they have Eddie and Wally like that. They're plenty strong enough to push the car. Yeah. That's, that's a good point. It's like, well, that no, doesn't make any sense. Why don't we just like push the car and we're in a fucking parking lot. Exactly. Just yeah, push it, in the parking lot and then pop the clutch. And you'd be good. I mean, I could see it if they're like trying to go uphill or they're in a dirt parking lot. Okay. Then I get it. Or if you just don't have room to push it, but yeah. Come on. That's a good point. I didn't think of that. And obviously they didn't either. So Mm-mm. it's dumb. <sighs> Scene 10. Yes. Over at Lumpy's car, we see Eddie putting the blanket around the bumper of Wally's car. Wally yells out the window. Okay, Lump. Now, when you're ready, give me the signal and I'll start shoving. Hell yeah. No. No, start shoving no. good if you know what Jimmy, i'm saying no, no 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 you have to say i think you do no 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 that's not i think you misunderstood oh oh i'm sorry yeah i see what you meant never mind anyways <laughs> while he yells out the window okay lump now when you're ready give me the signal and i'll start shoving lumpy yells out 
Okay, Wally. Eddie, apparently spotting something wrong, yells, Hold it, hold it, guys. Let me handle this, will ya? Hell no. yeah. No, no, still not. No, it's not oh, dang my, it. That's not a no, thing. Yeah. Yes. You ready, men? Wally rolls his eyes and says, Yeah, we're ready. Eddie tells Wally, Okay, bring it up easy, Wally. As Wally moves forward, Eddie repeats, Easy, stopping him when Wally is touching Lumpy's rear bumper. He then... Yeah? Yeah? No. No? It's not like... No. He then yells to Lumpy, You got her in gear? Throw out the clutch. Lumpy messes with his stick and found... Yeah. No, I, I I see where you're going with that, but it's not it's not. Oh, okay, it's I'm gonna put that. my phone down. Then. Okay, I'm starting to get disappointed. Yeah, Lumpy messes with his stick, meaning like the gear stick. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Finally, saying, "Okay, I'm all set." Eddie then yells to Wally, "Okay, give her the gas, Wally." The two cars pull away as Eddie yells, "Now turn, Lump, turn!" We then hear tire squealing and glass <laughs> shattering. <sighs> you know, how in the high hell? speed car accident yeah i was gonna say how in the hell did they generate enough speed to even make the tire squeal <laughs> it doesn't make any sense plus those are drum brakes they're not gonna squeal <laughs> oh, i don't know about that but <clears throat> why why did eddie tell him to turn like did he mean turn like pop the clutch and even if he did mean turn why did lumpy listen to him and not pay attention to what's going on around exactly him? Yeah, yeah. i would assume once up to speed Wally would have backed off to signal to mm-hmm. pop the clutch. Yeah. I don't know. I just wish we could have seen it. Like what happened. Yeah. I think it was, you know, kind of, kind of a chicken shit way of doing it by not showing it, but whatever. Yeah. <clears throat> Cause they obviously, they had to damage a car to do the, the next scene. So mm-hmm. just show the accident. But yeah. Oh, well. All right. Scene 11. Over at the car, Wally jumps out to look at the damage. Will you please come and look at my damage with me, sir? <laughs> if we look together, maybe some magic will happen. <laughs> Shirley jumps out to look at the damage along with Wally. She says, oh, Wally, your dad's brand new car. Wally jumps up and says, Eddie, how come you told him to turn? Right. Eddie says, I thought the guy had it made. Wally argues back, yeah, but at least you could have. But then he composes himself and says, oh, well, it doesn't matter now. Eddie shrugs because, you know, fuck it. It's not his car, right? (laughs) (laughs) And says, well, look, there's nothing to be shook up about. Lumpy's insurance will take care of it. (laughs) Lumpy raises his voice and says, oh, no, it won't. I've already Mm. got a claim in for last week when the goat ate up my upholstery. (laughs) Everyone kneels down again to look at the damage. Wally finally says, boy, what a mess. Lumpy feeling bad, but, you know, not bad enough to file a claim, says, awful. (laughs) Eddie looks at Shirley and says, they get so emotional. Shirley looks up and says, oh, Eddie, you're impossible. Like a motherfucking boss. (laughs) She let his ass have it. Right. Lumpy still pretending to feel bad, says, boy, Wally. I'm awfully sorry. Wally actually believing him says, yeah, I know lump. I know lumpy nods his head and says, that's what I get for buying a 75 cent battery. Hi. Oh, oh. 75 cent battery. Like, is that good for back then? No clue. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that was a dig at like how cheap it is or 
Well, you're mm-hmm. the one that's all into like prices and shit. But I don't know prices of batteries back then. I guess mm-hmm. I could have Googled that too. I'm sorry, Jimmy. I failed you. Sorry. <laughs> Why does Wally continue to hang out with these spazoids or whatever jargon teenagers in those days said? I'm pretty know. sure it's spazoids. Is he that much of a loser with those are the only friends he can get? <laughs> no. He's like, he's night and day compared to these guys. Well, I don't think Lumpy is that bad. I think it's just more of Eddie than Lumpy. Mm. Why does Eddie and Wally hang out with a 40 year old high school student? Lumpy does not look 40. Hell yeah, he looks 40. Like, I can't. <laughs> well, he damn sure don't look 16. <laughs> he looks almost as old as Jim Cleaver. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like when he gets home from school, he asks his mom to put like Ben Gay on his back. Like, he's he looks fucking old. <laughs> yeah, he did look a little older. Yeah, he, he, sure. he take that homeboy takes some Geritol, I'm telling you. Um, <laughs> I don't know. But he, he, homeboy, look old. Um, <laughs> it's like <laughs> I've gone to this school for seven years. I'm no dummy. <laughs> Anyways, um, but that's a lot of damage generated from such a slow car crash. <laughs> yeah, that's, holy that's shit, quite a lot. And that that back then, didn't they make cars out of like cast iron or something? Like <laughs> I think it was like good old Americans. <laughs> Pennsylvania steel. Yeah, I don't like, know. <laughs> I mean, because if you look at, I mean, I know it's not at this time, but if you look at years prior when they had the Model A and stuff like that, they would demonstrate how rugged it was by literally rolling it down a hill and not on the wheels. <laughs> they would <laughs> roll that shit down a hill. So this kind of car, I can't imagine it generating a lot of damage, you know, bumping into a car like that. But yeah, maybe I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure that car was made of like steel. Like, yeah, yeah. Cars were fucking heavy as shit back then. Mm-hmm. And they only put out like 130 horsepower. Hmm. Um, so anyways, so this is where we take our next break. Hmm. So Wally listened to Eddie and as a result had a little accident in his dad's new car. Hmm. Golly gee, what will he do? Hmm. Will he try and fix it before his dad gets home? Or will he face the music and have a heart-to-heart conversation? Aww. Hmm. We'll be we'll back. Be both. comic book fan we've got a few questions for you were you obsessed with x-men as a kid did you stand in line to get a copy of the death of superman in the black poly bag did you buy every image comic no matter how long it took to hit the shelves then have we got the show for you Wizards, the podcast guide to comics, is the podcast where Adam and Michael re-examine the 90s comic book boom through the pages of Wizard Magazine and explore the world of gimmick covers, massive crossover events, and find out if those 20 copies of X-Force number one you stashed in your long box really did put your kids through college. And that's not all. We also bring you exclusive interviews with former Wizard staff members who tell behind-the-scenes stories from the guide to comics that defined a generation. In our special series, The Wizard Files. And wait, there's more! You'll get mini-episodes with 90s comic book reviews and more nostalgic fun. Wizards, the podcast guide to comics is brought to you by the Retro Network every Wednesday. So subscribe today on your favorite podcast app, and remember to keep your books bagged and boarded.
And we are back. Yes. Oh, man. Thank you, Lord. So in, in, in this episode, well, in, in mm-hmm. this episode, Wally has an accident in his dad's car. Have mm-hmm. you ever had, have you ever been in a scenario where you had an accident in somebody else's car? Um, like well, in, I've never been in an accident where I was the driver. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So knock on wood, whatever. Your lap. Just do your lap. Okay. Um, um, so yeah. So, uh, let's see here. I was in a taxi cab one time. We hit a deer. Really? <laughs> yeah. Did you did you bust out with oh dear? That would have been funny if you did. Oh dear. Um I was in a uh when I was a kid, I was riding with one of my mom's friends mm-hmm. and we were going down the road and this car just backed out of a parking spot right by the road and slammed in the back of the car. Um and that's it, I think. Damn. I mean, aside from the big car accident. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I think we've told the viewers about that. I think. Um, I maybe should I share it, it? If you want, it's entirely up to you whether you want to share it. Or not. <laughs> well, I mean, it was <laughs> not to bring the <laughs> tone down of the episode, <laughs> but um, I, I, about almost twenty-two years ago, I can't believe well, it's been, that been Oh my god, I can't believe it's been that long. Yeah, yeah, that makes that makes sense though, because I, me and my wife had just met, so yeah. Yeah, it was like right before nine eleven, and the, like this was the <laughs> this was the circumstances before. behind how my wife met you. <laughs> so I was married to my first wife, and um, we just bought a brand new car. Literally, Hyundai Santa like Fe. Fifteen minutes before, that's right. Fifteen minutes before, left the dealership. We're on ninety five, um, and you know how like off semi trucks, those tire treads come off, and sometimes yeah. they look like full tires in the middle of the highway. Mm-hmm. Well, my wife was driving, I was in the passenger, and um, she went to change lanes, and there looks like a big old semi-tire, like right in the middle of the road. And so she swerves from hitting it, and then just starts, we start fishtailing down the highway mm. to the point where she loses control, we cross the median, and then another semi-truck just wham, hits us hard. Jesus. Um, like, I got knocked <clears throat> out immediately. Like, last thing I remember is about as close to a truck can get to you without mm-hmm. like hitting. It's the last thing I remember. Next thing you know, I'm being pulled out of the car with like the jaws of life and like they're pulling me out and, uh, and I get helicoptered to the closest hospital. And, and unfortunately my uh, wife did not make it. She passed away at the scene. Mm. So but yeah, damn, it's, it's good vibe we have going on now. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. I was working at an insurance company at the time and, uh, my mom calls and my, my supervisor comes. She's like, Hey, uh, you got a phone call. I'm like, that's weird. So I, um, I pick up the phone at my, my boss's desk. And of course she's standing right there. And, um, <clears throat> I was like, hello, it's my mom. She's like, Hey, um, can you leave work? Like, no. <laughs> Why am I leaving work? Why do you want me to leave work? Well, I'll tell you when you get home. Like, no, we're not doing this right now. Nope. Sorry. Hmm. <laughs> and so I hang up the phone. And a couple of minutes later, boss comes back. Hey, is everything okay? You have another phone call. I'm like, I don't know. I'll, it's probably my mom again. So I go, and this time it's Ron, who was on the, the very first episode of this show. He's been yeah. on episodes before. Well, he's not on the first episode anymore, <laughs> but but he is on another episode, a couple of other episodes. Yeah. 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 Uh, oh, that's true. Yeah. And um, he's like, hey, um, uh, can you leave work? I'm like, 
I'm like, I was like, what is going those, on? I love dad days. <laughs> I was like, what's going on? My mom asked me the same question. And then he told me the entire thing. And what's <laughs> fucked up is I, is I thought he was kidding. I'm like, and I'm like scolding him. I was like, Ron, that's not funny. There's nothing funny about that at all. And he's like, I know. I'm like, oh shit, you're serious. And he's like, I'm dead serious. I'm like, oh well, wow. I'm curious. Like, how the hell did you guys know about this? I, I don't know well, what the time frame was, but I have no I idea. Assume it. Um, maybe he didn't say, can you leave work? I think he said, no, he didn't say we, you need to leave work. He said, we need to go to Jacksonville. That's what he said. I'm like, what the fuck? Jacksonville. So yeah, that's, that's how I found out. It's just, yeah. I remember when my mom and sister showed up to the hospital, <laughs> my mom didn't have all the, cause they drove a couple hours, like two, three hours to get there mm-hmm. and they didn't know any of the details on the accident. Oh, and so, so they get there and they're like, Hey, I'm here for my son. They said, okay, well he's, you know, right now in the ER still or isn't whatever they told her. And she goes, my mom has to, um, well, what about his wife? And they're like, excuse me, like his wife, what about his wife? And the nurse goes, well, when she gets here, I'll fucking tell her to go up there too. (laughs) And she's like, no, she was in the car accident too. What about his wife? And she was like, oh, I don't, I don't know. (laughs) Hmm. Yeah. The the first question I asked Ron was, is Tack okay? And he goes, he said, and he had told me, he said, yeah, he has like a broken rib or something. I'm like, what about Nikki? I didn't find that out till. God. Well, something he, he, he told me something like that. And I said, well, what about Nikki? And he just got quiet. I'm like, Ron, what about Nikki? And he's like, yeah, man. That's why I was like, that's not funny. And he's like, I know <laughs> there's nothing funny about that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was over 20 years ago, but I still think about her a lot. So yeah. it's a uh, surprising. Yeah, it's been over 20 years. You ain't over that yet. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking walk it off. Yeah, yeah, I think about with my dad because I think like I've I've been without him longer than I was ever with him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, same with me with my yeah, wife yeah, yeah. too. Yeah. And so it's kind of it's kind of <laughs> weird and twisted. Um, I still remember the first thing I said <laughs> when I saw you after the accident. What was it? I said, um, right when you got used to not having to, you're gonna have to start jerking off again. <laughs> yeah, that's probably the, one of the most inappropriate times to say something like that, but. But you, and know you were like, motto. you're like, dude, you're right. Because, well, I mean, the reason I said it in my head was it's the little day to day things that get you, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not, yeah. I mean, cause it's hard for you to, to, it's hard for you to completely understand the scope of what just happened, but it's the little tiny little things, you know, like her stuff in the bathroom, you know, excuse me, yeah. or her, her clean clothes that are still in the dryer. You know, it's, it's all the little tiny things that kind of fuck with your head. Oh yeah. Trust me. I know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know all about that. <laughs> like, tell me more, Jimmy. Hmm. <laughs> I was there. So that was um, one of those things I was thinking about. I was like, man, you got to start jerking off again. <laughs> um, one of the realizations <laughs> that really hit was it had been like a good week or two, maybe right. uh, since the accident. And I'm home now alone. And, um, well, I have my dog which he was Brody. amazing through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That dog meant so much to me mm-hmm. <laughs> to, to where like I named my middle, my son's middle name is after that dog. That's cool. Um, and um, <laughs> when I was sitting at home and I was like, well, I'm kind of hungry and I'm going to go get something to eat in the kitchen. I went and opened the freezer and then there was food in there. And I was like, and I was going to grab something and heat it up. But then I remember thinking, Oh shit. Like that's Nikki's like, mm. she's going to want that when she gets home. I'm like, what the fuck am I thinking? 
Mm-hmm. And I literally said out loud, oh my God, she's not coming back. Yeah. <laughs> like it was a big realization moment. And I was like, holy shit. Not to bring everybody down now. So that's, <laughs> those are my car accidents. How about you, Jimmy? Yeah. Well, no, our point is shame on Leave it to Beaver for making light of a car accident. No. <laughs> yeah, that's where we're going with it, I guess. But have you ever had a car accident in somebody else's car? Not in anybody else's car, but I, well, you know, I take that back. I was involved in a car accident when I was about. <laughs> okay, let me preface this by saying times were different. Okay, like we're talking 1979. Times were different back then, right? Damn. Yeah. So I vividly remember it was either 78 or 79, probably 78. I was standing on standing on the front seat. (laughs) Did you have like roller skates on and like knee high socks on? While the car was moving, like while we were driving, (laughs) I was standing on the front seat because otherwise I couldn't see out of the, the windshield. Yeah. And um. Next thing I know, my brother's slamming on the brakes. And before I know it, I'm on the floorboard and my head had just hit the dashboard. <laughs> Damn. And this was in a, a Ford Maverick. If you, anybody knows what that vehicle is. And he had <laughs> ran into a red car. And uh, yeah, that was my first car accident. Um, Damn. But I remember like feeling like it was kind of cool in a weird sort of way. Like, I don't know. <laughs> well, you know the importance of seatbelts now. Well, because I was a big fan of Evil Knievel and I had like the Evil Knievel stunt set and you know, that kind of stuff. And I just remember it being kind of, I was like, cool. I was in a car accident. Um, but when I got my driver's license, yeah, I, I got, I had a, a 1974 AMC Hornet. Mm-hmm. Um, the, sp- the green the, Hornet. Yeah. The speedometer didn't work. The gas gauge didn't work and it had no reverse. And if you went over 45, uh, yeah. it would overheat. And um, uh, yeah. yeah. And so I remember my first day driving to school, right? The school bus comes up. I'm at like a three-way stop. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it wasn't even a three-way stop. It was a, it was a stop sign that went on to another. Anyways, um, and that, that happened to be the bus stop. So I pulled up and moved over to say hi to like Caroline or somebody that was at the bus stop. Mm-hmm. But as I was sitting there saying hi, the bus pulls up. Now I couldn't go because the tail end of the bus was blocking me. And as I said a minute ago, I had no reverse. (laughs) Right. Right. So the school bus is sitting there and has their stop sign out. Right. Mm. So as soon as the school bus clears where I'm, where I can go, I go through the stop sign and and leave. But another truck had blown through the the stop sign for the school bus Mm. because it was just starting to fold in and ran into my car. And, mm-hmm. uh, and I had to wake my mom up <laughs> to tell her that, uh, that I accidentally hit a truck. So, yeah. So yeah, that was the, like the day after I got my license. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. I had a pretty bad motorcycle accident. That was fun. I laid the yeah. bike down going about 60, 55 or 60. So that was cool. Why would you lay it down though? I just want to see what happened. <laughs> the scary part was when I finally came to a stop. The guy that was in front of the guy that was behind me was now in front of me. And he told me, he said, man, you were so close to my tire that at one point I couldn't see you. And I thought I was going to run over you. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, wow. I had no idea I was that close to him. So that was kind of scary. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of road rash on that one. A little bit. So, yeah. Fun. That's a good topic. It is. Yeah. I'm glad we brought it up. No. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Excuse me. So you well, ready to let me just 
point out to the importance of seatbelts because there's everybody knows this one person. And if it's you listening and you're like, yeah, that's me. Okay. Let me point out something. They're always like, no, I don't wear seatbelts. I'm like, well, why don't you wear seatbelts? It might wrinkle my clothes. No, (laughs) they always point out like some family member. Well, because my uncle died in a car accident. They said if he, if he wasn't wearing the seatbelt, he wouldn't have died. So I just don't wear one anymore. You know, it's like, no. Okay. That may be true in one out of a million car accidents. That could be the case. But what about all the millions of car accidents where people survive because of seatbelts? Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. And I hate it when people say it. It pisses me off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so wear your seatbelt, everybody. Can't. Yes. All right. So when we left off, Wally had listened to his jerk friend, Eddie, mm-hmm. and ended up damaging his car. Mm. How will him and the beeve get themselves out of this one, Tag? Oh, geez. Geez, mm. oh, Pete. Yeah. Well, let's let's get ourselves back into this. All right. Well, scene 12. Yeah. Home from prom, Wally walks into the room where the beaver is sound asleep. Mm. Wally sits on the bed and begins taking his jacket off. Oh, yeah. He probably got into that shit, too, because he just had a long what? night shit. Letting out some stress because no. he just had an accident. Hell, yeah. Wait, what? What are we What are we talking about? No. Oh, sorry. I thought you said... I, I, sorry, I thought, you, I thought you said something about jerking off. No, he, said he, he jacked sits off. On, he sits on the bed and takes his jacket off. Oh. Oh, sorry. I thought you said jacked <sighs> anyway. off. Like it made sense because he just had a long night. Like it's a good way to release stress. <laughs> so stupid. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> we're so juvenile. Yeah. While he takes his jacket. While he takes off his jacket and sits on the bed. There, that's, that sounds more appropriate. Okay. Okay, good, good. This apparently wakes the beaver up somehow. Hell yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm not going to press it. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, he's jerking off. It's going to work. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Who turns the light on and says, what's the matter, Wally? Wally begins taking off his tie. That like a 50 Shades of Grey These are moments, reference? Jimmy, you're missing them. Now Is that like 50 Shades of Grey reference? <laughs> Wally begins taking off his tie. Are you still awake? Beaver says, no, dumbass. I'm sleep talking. He didn't say that. No, he didn't say that. Okay. Beaver says, something happened. I can tell. Wally, trying not to show he's upset about something, asks, how can you tell? Beaver says, I can tell just by the way you're sitting there. (laughs) Wally, getting more and more angry, says, yeah, yeah, something happened. All right. The beaver sits up, looking worried and asks, Something about dad's car? Wally confirms, yeah. I busted one of the headlights. The beaver, now fully invested, now sitting on the edge of his bed, asks, On dad's brand new car? Wally said, no. I went to the dealership and damaged one, the one he traded in. Yes, his new car. Look, look, look at me. I'm the woo water partner. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't say it all that. No, he didn't. It was a pretty stupid question, though. His new one? Yeah. Well, yeah, that's the one I drove, isn't it? <laughs> Wally says, Yep. Beaver asks, Boy, Wally, what a mess. Wally, still getting undressed, says, Yeah, Lumpy said if this had happened to his father's car, he'd have to leave for Mexico. Beaver, taking this seriously, asks, Where are you going to leave for, Wally? 
Wally chuckles and says, I'm not leaving for anywhere. I'm just going to wait till Dad gets home and then tell him what happened. Beaver, still apparently confused, says, Yeah, and besides, I don't think they let kids in Mexico without their parents' permission anyway. Wally smiles and just shakes his head. Hmm. You know, I, I still think that the beaver seems a little slow, but one thing I will say about him is he seems like he is genuinely bothered by this. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? He's like not he's in trouble in any way whatsoever. He's 100% vested, even though this has nothing to do with him. Like he's not yeah. in any trouble, but he's 100% vested in this. I think it's kind of cool. Yeah. That's cool. It's like we're in this together, ride or die, right? Yeah. I wonder what it's like to have a brother like that. Hmm. <laughs> I wouldn't know. Hmm. Neither would I. So, from what I'm learning from last week's episode and what Wally had just said, if you damage someone's car, you have to flee to Mexico. Yes, you do. Mexico must be full of people who damage other people's cars. Yeah. Yeah. And and Mexicans. So. Well, wait. So, you, <laughs> so, if you damage a Mexican, you have to go to Mexico? No, no. Just There's just Mexican. A lot of, a lot of Mexicans in Mexico. Well, you just said people who damage cars and Mexicans. <laughs> People who damage cars, and that there are also a lot of Mexicans. In oh, Mexico well, that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Scene 13. The next day, the two boys are outside looking at the damage. Will you please come and look at my damage with me, sir? <laughs> if we look together, maybe some magic will happen. <laughs> the beaver kneels down and says, Boy, Wally, it looks like someone hit it with a sledgehammer. Or maybe a big stick. Or ooh, ooh maybe a car. <laughs> no, he doesn't say that. <laughs> Wally says, yeah. I don't know how I'm going to get up enough nerve to tell dad. The beaver looks at Wally and says, it'd be good if it were someone you didn't know. Then you just leave a note on the steering wheel. <laughs> Wally, growing tired of the beaver, says, you're a big help. But just then, Eddie and Lumpy pull up into the driveway. The beaver and Wally both stand with their hands in their pockets. The beaver looks at Wally and says, look who's coming, Wally. Creeps Incorporated. And how does he say it? Uh, like a motherfucking boss? Hell yeah. <laughs> like a very polite boss. <laughs> <laughs> Wally says, boy, I didn't think Eddie'd be showing up around here for quite a while. Then he like punches his fist. No. Um, <laughs> knuckle sandwich. <laughs> Listen here, bucko. No, that's another show. Um, Eddie walks up, puts his hands on the beaver's shoulder and says, hi, Sam. Is that what he said? Yeah. What does that mean? No clue. No idea what that means. As he shoves him away, he then looks at Wally and asks, we in time for the wake? Lumpy looks at the car and says, boy, Look at this, Eddie. It even looks worse in the daylight. Damn. Eddie, of course, with his hands in his pocket, says, oh, this is no good, old buddy boy. When hmm. your dad sees this, it's back to the coaster wagon for you. <laughs> Lumpy speaks up and says, say, Wally, Eddie and I were think, but it's cut off by Eddie smacking him. Eddie then turns to Wally and says, look, Wally, before Big Daddy gets home, why don't you take it down to Al's garage and at least get an estimate? Will that hurt anything? Wally shrugs and says, no, it won't hurt anything. But this time Beaver cuts him off saying, yeah, then at least you'd know whether dad's going to be $10 mad or $100 mad. Eddie turns to the Beaver and says, hey, you know something, kid? 
You're getting real practical in your old age. Hmm. Lumpy then stands up and says, come on, Wally. We'll meet you down there. Wally shrugs and says, well, okay, I guess it wouldn't hurt to get an estimate. Eddie pats him on the shoulder and says, we'll see you there then. But before he can go, the beaver stops him and says, hey, Wally, well, can I go with you? Wally thinks for a moment and says, no, Beave, you better not. You've got all those breakfast dishes in the sink. The beaver says, yeah, but I figure some of them were clean enough so we could have lunch off of them and wouldn't have to do the dishes twice. Wally with a look that says, yeah, <laughs> says, no, nah, I think you better stay here and dome. The beaver says, yeah, I guess you're right. No use having mom and dad sore about two things. <laughs> it would have been funny when they go to leave. Um, and it comes to them having to push start the jalopy <laughs> with Wally's dad's car. And they bust the other light on the other side. Oh. <laughs> I mean, it's already damaged. Um, <laughs> why does the beaver always look like he's trying to hold in a fart? Like, you notice that? Like, he always has that pained look on his face. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I swear that the, the car that Eddie and Lumpy pull up in, I, I swear yeah. that's the same car from Greece or the same type of car from Greece. Grease lightning grease? Yeah. But before when it was a piece of shit, I think it's, it <laughs> yeah. looks like the same type of car. Yeah. It did kind of. Um, is it strange that their hairstyles didn't seem that out of date? No. Like, you I, notice I that? Like, stuff like that too, yeah. Like, if I saw somebody walk around the mall, I wouldn't be like, <laughs> but if I saw somebody yeah. like with haircuts like season one of Full House, I'd be like, oh my God. You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? Yeah. Hmm. I agree. Scene 14. In the kitchen, we see a beaver playing in the water when the phone rings. <laughs> the beaver walks over and answers it, saying, hello? Oh, hi, Mom. Where are you? June says, I'm not wasting my gas by coming on. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we're June riding says, with them, with the Haney's, because I'm not wasting my gas going on vacation. <sighs> June says, we're still here at the hotel, but we'll be leaving before too long. Is everything all right? The beaver says, well, yeah, we're still alive and everything. <laughs> I like how he sidestepped that. June chuckles and says, I hope so. Ward leans in and says, ask him to put Wally on. <laughs> June talks back into the phone and says, Beaver, your father wants to talk to Wally. The beaver, now panicking, says, he does? I mean, Wally can't come to the... Oh, hi, Dad. No, Wally went out. Ward says, well, that's all right, Beaver. I just wanted to ask how his date worked out last night. Yeah? Mm. Mm. Beaver says, man, what a set... <laughs> What a set of headlights. And man, did he bang him good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. The beaver says, it worked out okay. Ward asks, well, he got home all right, eh? The beaver, beginning to struggle holding it together, says, yeah, Wally got home fine. <laughs> Ward says, oh, good. Now, as your mother said, we're still at the hotel, but we'll be leaving shortly, and we'll see you later on this afternoon, okay? The beaver, with eyes wide, says, well, okay, but don't hurry. <laughs> Ward, whose bullshit detector is starting to wake up, asks, don't hurry? The beaver, looking for the right word, says, what I mean is, Dad, I I've still got breakfast dishes and everything to do. Ward chuckles and says, all right, beaver. Well, try not to get there before you finish this breakfast, did you? <laughs> Goodbye, son. 
Ward hangs up the phone. Beaver says, okay, dad, let, damn it. Hmm. And then, and then he hangs up because he remembers you can't say he love you. You know, I, I thought Ward was kind of an asshole in this scene a little bit. <laughs> Why? Because, <laughs> because Beaver's like, well, you know, I got these dishes to do, you know, and I don't want, you know, I, I don't, don't want you guys being upset. And he's like, all right. Well, try not to get home too early so that you have time to do the dishes that you haven't done yet. Like, like why are you going to say it like that, man? Just say, okay. You got to be an asshole about it. Damn. Where you go squealing on mom. Squealing on mom. But uh, it was, I thought it was an interesting way to do dishes where you just play with the water. That's interesting. Um, <laughs> well, he wasn't in any kind of hurry at the time. Yeah. So. Um, I kind of like Ward suits. Like I'm not really a suit wearer guy. I don't I don't own a suit, mm-hmm. but I, I kind of like his. I don't know. You don't own a suit? No. Every man should own a suit. Do you own a suit? I do, but exactly. it doesn't fit me anymore because <laughs> I got fat. So you don't own one. Um, I've always owned suits. I've always had at least two. Why? Because you should always own a suit. Why? You should always have a suit that's ready because you may have to go to a wedding all of a sudden or a funeral. <laughs> when or- was the last time you wore a suit? Um, when's the last time I wore one or when's the last time I should have worn one? <laughs> Either. Um, well, I did a bunch of job interviews, um, recently, but you don't really have to wear suits to those anymore, depending on what kind of job you're like I, I, for. I'm at weddings a lot because of photography and mm-hmm. the only people that wear suits are people like that are like in the wedding party. So um, I think suits are, something, I think they're out of date. I don't think people wear them anymore. Really? It's something I was pushing to my son. I was like, hey, when you get old enough, you should really put some money into buying a suit because mm-hmm. every man should own a suit. And it's going to cost some money. Spend like a few hundred dollars yeah. and get in one nice good suit. See, that's what, like, that's Why? I kind of disagree because I feel like it, unless you're hosting a nighttime talk show, like you don't really need a suit. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is the only people that wear suits? <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, that and like executives at companies. That's it. I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's a little out of date and old fashioned, I guess. Yeah. Um. Yeah, he's he's definitely no Mike Brady when he's talking on the phone. You know what I'm saying? Like not as good at it. Yeah. Like Mike is just like with Mike, you would you would swear he was talking to like because you watch. Well, you're it, referring you, to Robert Reed. Yeah. Not so much Mike. But well, yeah. I mean, because you would swear you're like they had to have had somebody on the other side of that. They had to have the way he's talking. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, he was good. <laughs> but Ward's like, okay, Beaver. See you when we get home. It's like, what the fuck? Nobody talks like that. Like, why are you talking like that? Well, he was his own director, Jimmy. I guess. <laughs> and he was like, I fucking nailed that. Yeah, right? I nailed that. <laughs> sure did, boss. It'd be funny if, like, <laughs> the lady that plays June Cleaver comes up. I don't know. They, does that really seem natural? Hmm. Oh, let me guess the director. Yeah, he said, go fuck yourself. Yep, that's what he just said. <laughs> I don't remember asking you a goddamn thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Scene 15. Down at Al's garage, we see Eddie and Lumpy looking over the shoulder of Al, watching him use a torch on a car when Wally pulls up. Eddie sees it's Wally, leans into Al, who can't hear because of the torch he's using, and says, Sir? When he doesn't respond, he gets close and repeats, Sir. When this doesn't work, he knocks on Al's helmet and repeats, Sir. Al turns off the torch, stands, and takes off his helmet. Eddie says, He's here. My friend I was telling you about. Mr. Wally Cleaver. Al. <clears throat> Wally Al. <laughs> Mr. Wally Cleaver, Al. Well, no, he's introducing him. Because he says oh, okay. Mr. Wally Cleaver, and he says Al. Okay. 
Wally, always polite, asks, how do you do? Al just says, yeah, and walks over to Wally's car. So, <clears throat> real quick question. Um, he's using a torch, so it looks like brakes. Mm-hmm. Is that a thing? Well, brakes or suspension, yeah. You can, you, a lot of people will use a torch if they can't get a bolt off. It makes the, the metal oh, swell. Right. So, so why is he wearing a welding helmet? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that doesn't make a whole lot of okay. sense, does it? <laughs> I mean, um, I guess Sorry. they, they probably didn't have like plexiglass back then, maybe. So, I mean, what else is he going to wear kind of thing? Mm-hmm. Sorry to interrupt. No, you're good. Eddie catches up with Al and says, it's a pretty simple job. All we have to do is remove the seal beam unit and then pull the main assembly. Then you just, but Al interrupts asking, are you going to do this job or me? Eddie smiles that sleazy smile and says, Hmm. oh, you are, sir. It's just, but Al interrupts again, telling Wally, it'll run you $18 parts and labor. Lumpy looks at Wally surprised and says, hey, that's not bad. Eddie walks over, grabs Wally's arm and says, why don't you just let him do it, Wally? Wally suddenly nervous asks, well, right now? (laughs) Eddie pushing him to do it asks, why not? Wally thinks for a moment and says, well, I think I should check with my father first. Your father. (laughs) (laughs) Eddie asks, why? Lumpy asks, yeah, why would you want to go and do a thing like that? Al, not having time for this, walks back and starts working on the car again. Wally explains, well, it's his car and, but is interrupted by Eddie, possibly talking sense for once, says, well, that's the whole point. If he sees it like this, you'll get murdered. Lumpy asks, yeah, but if he sees it after he gets fixed up, you won't get murdered so bad. Hmm. Wally, not believing his friends actually make sense, says, yeah, maybe you guys are right. It does have to be fixed sooner or later, and I broke it. Eddie, now excited while he's listening to him, says, yeah. (laughs) (sighs) I I can't believe they used that torch. I mean, it's so dangerous. Like... (laughs) I mean, it's a torch and it like, like the guy's not a mechanic. He's an actor. So, I mean, yes, he had the proper (laughs) helmet. He had the proper helmet. He had the proper gloves, but what did it add to the scene? Like he could have easily been using a ratchet or a wrench or a hammer. (laughs) There's a lot of things he could have been doing. Why a torch? Something loud. So (laughs) yeah, but he could have easily been like with a ratchet, like, you know, or something. I don't know. Or something with like some sort of, Air charge, you know, (laughs) but it's just, I don't understand what, I don't understand what they think the torch added. It's just so dangerous, but also that dude was fucking huge. (laughs) That's a big dude. And also he reminded me of Biff (laughs) a little bit. Or I guess, I guess you could say a little Biff. (laughs) See that that there? I see what you did there. Yeah. Scene 16. <laughs> they walk back to Al, who's back on the torch at the car. Eddie leans in and says, uh, sir, but gets no response. This time he cuts right <laughs> to knocking on the helmet. When Al stands up, Eddie says, we've decided to have it fixed now. Al just leans against the car and nods. Wally, suddenly remembering something, says, hey, wait a minute, guys. I don't have $18. <laughs> what are we going to pay for it with? 
Eddie begins to get on his knees in front of Al when Wally yeah. speaks up and says, well, we talked about that, Wally. <laughs> Damn. All right. Eddie's like, oh, shit, that's right. <laughs> and we decided we ought to chip in. I've got 550. He turns and asks, how much do you have, Eddie? Eddie doesn't answer. Instead, asks, how much you got, Wally? <laughs> Fucking genius. Wally pulls out his wallet and says, well, let me see. As Wally begins counting his money, Al, seeing his time is wasted again, goes back to fixing the car. Wally finally says, well, with the dough Lumpy's got, I'll need another two and a quarter. Eddie, looking happy, says, two and a quarter. That's a coincidence. That's just what I happen to have. That's such a piece of shit. God. <laughs> Wally half smiles at how shitty of a person Eddie is as Eddie once again knocks on Al's helmet. Al, growing tired of this guy, slowly turns around <laughs> as Eddie says, We got enough money, sir, to have it fixed. Al says, Okay, leave the car. I'll have it for you Monday. Wally, beginning to panic, asks, Monday? Eddie repeats, Monday? Lumpy repeats, Monday? Monday? <laughs> Al confirms, yeah. Sorry, Monday. Stupid joke. <laughs> That's so fucking dumb. Oh, God. <laughs> Wally, now seeing his back is against the wall, says, Well, you see, sir, I was sort of hoping to have it fixed today. Eddie opens his big stupid mouth, saying, uh, It's it's very urgent situation, Al. Uh, you see, we boys are members of the Peace Corps. We're traveling to New York. From there, we'll be sailing to far-off Africa, where we'll... But is cut off by Al, who puts his welding helmet down <laughs> and goes back to the car. Wally then speaks up and lays it all out, saying, Al... Al. <laughs> I have to say it twice. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Wally then speaks up and lays it out saying, Al, it's not that way at all. You see, that's my father's car and it's brand new. And last night I busted the headlight and I kind of like to get it fixed before he gets home today. Al stands up and lets out a warm smile saying, okay, I know what you're up against, son. How would it be if I have it for you by three o'clock? Wally, now excited, says, oh, thank you very much, sir. As the boys walk away, Eddie says, boy, the way this guy tosses around the truth. This guy. <laughs> guy. Wally stops him and says, yeah, Eddie, you ought to try it sometime. It might even work for you. Hmm. Hmm. I, yeah, I can't figure out what exactly he was doing on the car that would require a torch. Like because if you look at him, he's just he's just kind of waving it around. He's not really <laughs> he's not really doing anything. So he's not concentrating yeah. on a screw or a bolt or anything. He's just kind of just kind of waving it around. So <laughs> yeah, um, it did look like the car had drum brakes, and I know sometimes those drums are hard to get off. But if you just hit it with a hammer, it usually pulls right off. Um, man, he turned sensitive quick, didn't he? Holy shit! Who Al? No. Oh yeah, Al. Yeah, because he was just like. <laughs> All right, son. What the fuck? Like, we went from being two annoying kids to being your son? Damn, man. Like, sure. I think he was dad. just more fed up with uh, Eddie. I just don't think oh, I'm sure, yeah. <laughs> Well, once again, Wally's such a good guy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure he gets taken advantage of a lot, not just by Eddie. I want to see an episode where he gets pissed and doesn't do shit for anyone. Oh, I thought you were going to say you wanted to see an episode where he gets taken advantage of. Like, damn, damn, shit. That's like every episode, probably. I don't know. I'm, I thought you meant like but, in a pervy way. <laughs> I want to see where he gets like pissed off and doesn't do shit for anybody. <laughs> kind of like that 
part in Superman 3 when Superman gets drunk at the bar and like pissed off and basically tries to kill a bunch of people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was funny. That would be kind of cool. Brings new meaning to Zombiever. <laughs> beaver turns into a zombie. Anyways. <clears throat> Scene 17. Back at the house, we see Wally and the beaver waxing up the car. Wally stands up and says, well, I guess that just about does it. The beaver says, yeah, boy, Wally, I'll bet that's about the best wax job a car ever got. They talk so weird. Wally agrees saying, yeah, we sure worked at it. The beaver now beaming ear to ear says, yeah. And now dad never knew the difference. Wally now nervous asks, what difference? The beaver explains about the busted headlight. Wally thinks for a moment, gets serious and says, he'll know. The beaver confused. Okay, a fucking surprise. <laughs> asks, well, how will he know? Wally busts out with, because I'm going to tell him. The beaver looking at Wally like, check out this motherfucker. <laughs> asks, you're going to tell him? Then how can we put two coats of wax on and five around the headlights and polish the chrome and the glass and everything? Wally tries to explain, saying, look, beaver, the better the car looks, the easier it's going to be to tell him. Now, come on, let's put these rags away. As he picks up the rags and begins to carry the stuff back to the garage, they hear a car door shut. Mm. They turn around to see it's Warden June arriving. Mm. Oh, shit. Yeah. <sighs> Let's see, geez, does Wally ever do anything bad? Even when he's bad, he's like still good. Mm. Like, <laughs> it's like a dream kid to have. Well, if you notice, spoiler alert, I did notice mm. something. In the last scene, very last scene. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. And I noticed something that he does that he's not supposed to. Oh. Yes. And it's something that gosh. they address in this episode. So he fucking knew he wasn't supposed to do this. And he fucking did. He said, F you, June Cleaver. And he did that shit anyways. What, what did he do? Last scene, he goes in and sits down in his bed. Takes off his fucking shoes. Oh, shit. Yes. But knowing Wally, he probably told her the next day, is it mom? I just want to let you know that I took my shoes off in the house without oh. asking permission. Because you know they have an anti-comfort <clears throat> rule in the house. Like, no, no son of mine's going to be fucking comfortable in his own house. Fuck that. <laughs> so why are they dressed like that just to wax the car? Like they're dressed in slacks, dress shoes, a button up shirt. Like why? You literally just said... Oh, they have an Nobody's anti Nobody's going to be comfortable in yeah. my house. Well, they're not in the house. They're outside the house. <laughs> True, but no son of mine <laughs> is going to be wearing jeans and a t-shirt. I don't fucking think so. <laughs> what is this, P.E.? Um, <laughs> I, I, again, I got to hand Dungarees it. Dungarees and a t-shirt? <laughs> I got to hand it to Beaver, man. He helps no matter what. I got to hand it to him, man. Like yeah, He's a good brother. Ride or die. Yeah. They're both such good boys, yeah, aren't right. they? Hmm. Scene 18. Warden June back from their weekend getaway. Oh, shit. With another couple. Hell yeah. Walk up the yard towards the boys with big grins on their faces. I bet they do. Although June did seem to be walking a little funny. I bet she did. Hell yeah. How'd you know? (laughs) Everyone greets each other with Wally finally asking, how was your trip? June... Kind of looks at more. Um, he was, oh, we had a wonderful time with the Haney's. <laughs> Ward, happier to see the car than he is his son, says, 
Say, look at that beautiful wax job. How about that, dear? June, not really knowing what she's looking at, says, oh, it's um gorgeous. <laughs> Wally and Beaver stand beaming with pride as the beaver finally says, yeah, we worked a lot harder on it than we should have. <laughs> Word, I'm thinking you heard it wrong, ass. What was that, beaver? <laughs> the beaver, sensing Wally's glare, says, well, I mean, in some places we put two coats, and in others we put even more. Ward Proud says, well, it certainly looks it. You know, fellas, it's really great to know you're responsible enough so we can go away like this without worrying about it. Mm. June says, I don't know, it's going to be a while before I go away again. <laughs> no. no, June says, uh, it means so much to your father and me that we can trust you. While he glances at Beaver for support, says, yeah, well, that's really great and everything. But dad, but just then the phone rings and Ward, like a squirrel, interrupts saying, hey, that's our telephone. <laughs> and runs off faster than I do when I get delivered meat. Because <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you were talking so much about meat last week. I know. I do like getting meat delivered. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like, Wait, is that meat? And you start sprinting. That's, that's how he was with the phone. Was that our phone? And he gets all excited. Is it, like, why is, is it about my meat? Why are you so excited about the phone ringing? Damn, you not get phone calls? Uh, <laughs> that's our telephone. That's the way he said that. <laughs> Someday these won't have a cord. Okay. So um, <laughs> um, they, dude, they, they got a little bone to pick. They fucking totally copied Pleasantville on the show. Like, come on. Oh, they stole this from Pleasantville? Hell yeah, they, they stole this from Pleasantville. Yeah. Yeah. I noticed that I wasn't going to say anything because I want to ruin the magic. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Totally. Um, and also, this is where I say I just realized that Uncle Jesse and June Cleaver have the same haircut. That's kind of funny. <laughs> um, why are they staying outside? Like, June Cleaver, Wally, and Beaver are just fucking standing outside. Why are they standing outside? Does it take that yeah. long to admire wax? <laughs> like, what the fuck are it they was, doing? It was an awkward moment after Ward left June alone with the boys outside. Yeah. It's like, it's like, um, I guess I'll tickle you, my almost adult son. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, it's so weird. <laughs> uh, anyways, scene 19. Ward rushes in through the front door and runs up to the phone. He picks it up with a hello. <laughs> On the other end, Lumpy wastes no time saying, look, Wally, there's something I got to know before your dad gets home. Are you going to tell him about busting the headlight on his car or not? Ward stands there in confusion. Lumpy repeats, well, are you or aren't you? Come on, tell me. I think you're crazy if you do after we went and spent our own dough to have it fixed. But if you think you have to tell him, just don't mention my name. Okay, Wally? You know, for a security guard, he had an awful lot of information, don't you think? <laughs> <laughs> Ward, who's been quietly taking this all in, says, no, Clarence. Wally won't have to mention it. You already did. Oh, and then Mike shit. Brady comes in. Mike Brady comes in and Ward fucking picks him up and drops him. <laughs> After he gives him a high five. Yeah. <laughs> Lumpy, ready to argue, says, yeah, well, then realizing what's going on, says, Mr. Cleaver? <laughs> Lumpy then lets out a nervous laugh and says, I thought I was talking. Yes, sir. Goodbye, sir. And <laughs> hangs up the phone in fear. Ward then walks out of the front door. Like a motherfucking boss. Hell yeah. Oh, shit. 
So Damn. why does Lumpy care of Ward knows? Well, I think he's probably more like dad's talk. So I'm afraid he probably would say something to his dad. Maybe. Like, why are you? Are you? Did I hear this right, Lumpy? That you're fucking, you're helping out the Cleaver boy in a situation, and well, no, you help the, pay for things. Well, uh, well, see, I'm looking at it like, you know, how dare you try to come home not walking? Like, what the fuck? Like, he was trying to get his car home. Like, <laughs> you can't fault him right. for that. No, I gotcha. And how <laughs> dare you try to get a ride home? And yeah. then how dare you help your friend out when he needed you most? How dare you not leave your shitty car at school? Okay. And that's it. You now you're gonna know why I call you Lumpy. <laughs> so Lumpy really can't tell the difference between Wally and Ward. Come on. <laughs> well, all I said was hello. So I don't know. Yeah, but still. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like if me and Megan like switched and she answered my phone, would you be like, hey Jimmy? Like come on. <laughs> well, there's okay. a big difference between a woman and a man versus mm. a father and a son. Like if my dad picked up the phone and said hello, you would think it was me. Hmm, okay because my dad and i have like the same voice <laughs> hmm. okay um i swear i spotted an urn in the background hmm maybe it's grandma cleaver maybe i don't know it's kind of weird hmm. scene a uh, one day ward exits out the front door with a serious look on his face oh shit he stops at june and the boys and says i'll be right back i just want to put the car away Wally cheerfully says, well, I'll put it away for you, Dad. Ward barely looking at him in the eye says, that's all right, Wally. I'll do it. Mm. I can do it safer. <laughs> As he walks away, the beaver says, hey, Wally, Dad knows what happened. Hmm. Wally asks, how do you know he knows? Beaver says, I just know he knows like I knew you were in a mess last night. Wally chuckles and says, you're goofy, Beav. Lord. <laughs> 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 Maxley? I haven't told him anything yet. How can he know? The beaver looks back at Ward and nods, saying, I bet he does. While he shakes his head and says, Nah, I don't think so. <clears throat> he don't know. He don't know. Mm-hmm. They're going to know. Sorry. But before they can walk away, Ward yells, Wally? Wally nervously says, Yeah, Dad. <laughs> Ward says, Wait for me in the den. I want to talk to you. Oh, shit. The two boys look at each other with Wally finally saying, he knows, as they both turn and walk inside. I bet I bet Ward's going to pull, he, Ward's going to bust out the, I am really disappointed in you. Mm-hmm. Oh, that used to freaking kill my dad said that. And then um, Wally's going to be like, what are you going to do to me, daddy? And then <laughs> I'm going to tighten my belt notch one notch so I don't feel the hunger pains. What are you going to do to me, daddy? Tighten my belt by one loop so I don't feel hunger pains. And your sister and mother will have to do likewise. I think you should do the same. <laughs> oh, shit. We don't piss on hospitality. I won't allow it. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> <laughs> man the beaver really studies his dad holy shit he's yeah, got a good he, read on him <laughs> and know uh, beavers get a little early bullshit detector yeah do you think our kids do the same probably do you think they're like oh shit dad's got to take his stuff <laughs> <laughs> mine's the opposite my son's like oh shit my dad's in a good mood again like always he's probably going to talk about happy shit or something fun 
or something he thinks is cool. (laughs) (laughs) Scene 21. Up in the boys' room, the beaver is leaning against their dresser with his arms folded, looking worried. When Wally walks in, the beaver looks at Wally and asks, he knew? Wally takes a breath and says, yeah, he knew. The beaver following Wally asks, well, what'd he say? Wally thinks for a moment and says, well, it wasn't what he said. It was mainly what he didn't say. Mm. The beaver says, yeah, I know the feeling. I used to like it better when he yelled at me. Wally agrees saying, yeah, me too. The beaver says, well, anyway, Wally, it wasn't your fault. The other guys talked you into it. Wally dismisses this saying, yeah, but that's no excuse. Blaming stuff on other guys doesn't work when you get to be my age. The beaver stands behind Wally and asks, is that what dad told you? Wally turns and says, no. That's what I told myself, beaver. (laughs) The beaver says, Wally? (laughs) It sounds like when dad was bawling you out, neither one of you did much talking. Wally shrugs and says, we don't have to. He knew I did something wrong. I know I did something wrong. There wasn't much to talk about. That's because I'm at an age where dad and I understand each other. The beaver nods and says, yeah. Well, I'm still at the age where there's a lot of yelling going along with the understanding. Wally says, yeah. You know, it wasn't until a year ago when you stopped crying every time dad bawled you out. (laughs) Wally smiles and starts to walk away. But the beaver, with a serious look on his face, stops him and says, Two years ago. Oh, shit. Okay, asshole. Fucking two years ago. (laughs) Wally giving up says, okay, okay. So you haven't been a baby for two years. (laughs) Both boys don't laugh, but they do just chuckle. (laughs) Good God. Wally even punishes himself along with his father. (laughs) How did he punish himself? Well, he's just like, uh, you know, where he's like, no, like that's no excuse. Like I, you know, it's like um, blaming yourself on the guys doesn't work to me get to be my age. Is that what Dad told you? No, that's what I tell myself. <laughs> I'm grounded for two weeks. Dad grounded you? No, this was me. <laughs> You're every two. No, he only grounded me for one. I grounded myself for the second. And then I'm gonna have a talk with myself after two weeks and see if I learned my lesson. <laughs> What does ball you out mean? Is that like a nice TV way of saying that he beat the shit out of him? I thought it was like teabagging somebody. <laughs> but, but I don't think your dad would do that. I hope not anyways. <laughs> well, he was showing him his balls earlier. Yeah, right. Yeah. Maybe that's what they meant. Just balling you out. <laughs> Maybe it's something he did on June. You know, you know what my dad did one time? This isn't teabagging, but you know what my dad did one time? <laughs> Um, my, my older sister, I guess all my siblings are older, but my next oldest sister, um, she's getting in trouble all the time. All right. And, uh, <laughs> I, thought, I thought you were pressing. Well, there's a fucking surprise. I thought that's what you're doing. Sorry. That's why I was pausing. I was like, this is going to be a good one. Um, my sister, she's getting in trouble a lot and I didn't get in trouble that much in comparison. But, it is a fucking surprise. <laughs> but I don't think my dad wanted it to look like he was playing favorites. <clears throat> so yeah. whenever I did get in trouble, I was like Wally. I would like tell on myself and apologize and start crying and shit. <laughs> like I was, I was, when my dad was alive, I was, I was like that. Um, and so my dad came in my room one time cause I had done something wrong. I can't remember what it was that Kelly had gotten in trouble for. 
and she mm. got grounded for it, right? And so he walks oh, in my a fucking surprise. <laughs> <laughs> and he walks in my room and he's like, "Listen, I understand what happened, but I I have to set an example. I have to." And I'm thinking he's going to like beat my ass, you know what I mean? <laughs> and he's like, "So, when I yell and I smack this pillow, you need to start crying and, and saying you're sorry." I'm like, "The fuck?" And so he starts yelling at me and smacking the pillow. And I'm going, I'm sorry. I was scared anyways because I was afraid he was going to really hit me. And then when he left the room, my mom was upset. She's like, you didn't have to be so hard on him. And my dad turns around and looks at me. He's like, he knew what he did wrong. <laughs> but he never really, he never learned to handle me. He didn't. Yeah. So my dad used to do stuff like that. Kind of funny. Yeah. Hmm. You think you did that with Kelly too? No. <laughs> so no, Kelly used to get in trouble a lot. Your brother thinks I beat you all the time in here. Yep. Which we both know I don't. But we're going to make it sound like I do. <laughs> there was one time Kelly uh, Kelly walked in a room and slammed the door. My dad went up really calmly and she's, he's like, open the door. So Kelly gets mad, opens up the door and he's like, now shut it gently. Mm-hmm. So she shuts it gently. Open the door. <laughs> Dude, this shut is military it training. Shut it I gently. D- I did this with my daughters too. Dude. It was door training. Two hours. No, two, hours, two hours, but she yeah. had to stand there opening. And cl- well, my dad was in like a Navy SEAL to opening and shutting the door for two hours. And after that, she's like, I'm sorry, I won't slam it ever again. So he told her, he's like, if you slam it one more time, this is coming off the hinges. Yeah. Damn. I've, I've done door training with my girls before, uh-huh. <clears throat> but I didn't do it for two hours. I did like open the door. Shut my it. dad was kind of psycho. Mm-hmm. I told you, did shut I tell it. you this? Did I tell the story on this about when, when I had to clean my room? Did I tell that story? I don't think so. No. So my dad, he happened to come in my room to ask me something and he sees that my room's dirty. And he's like, the hell's up with your room? Hmm. I don't know. He's like, you need to get your ass, clean this room. So he's yelling. He's being a lot more yelling than I'm being. Mm -hmm. So I clean my room. Comes back in after like two hours to check on it. And he looks in the room. He walks in and everything looks, everything looks clean. He's like, did you clean your closet? I'm like, Fuck. (laughs) <laughs> so he opens up the closet there's shit in the closet everywhere because I had taken everything off the floor and threw it in the closet <laughs> he literally takes everything out of the closet and drags it to the middle of the room <laughs> then he looks under my bed drags everything out from underneath the bed throws it in the middle of the room mm-hmm. opens up my dresser drawers why aren't your clothes your, your clothes folded I didn't know that's part of cleaning my room he dumps my dresser drawers out <laughs> and he comes back he's like when I come back this shit better be clean so then I clean, I put everything back in the closet organized. I make sure I don't put anything under my bed, fold in my clothes, put them in the drawer. He comes back. True story. He comes back to you. This was when I lived on regalia. Comes back, checks the room. But when he's checking it, he dumps the dresser drawers out again onto the floor to check mm-hmm. and make sure they were folded. Checks the closet, checks underneath the bed. And he's like, all right, clean that shit up and go eat dinner. It's like, damn. So then I had to fold all that <laughs> shit again. And that was my punishment for not having my room clean. <laughs> Once again, that's military training. Once again. <laughs> God. That's the kind of shit that would happen to us like in boot camp. Like that. Oh, yeah. That's what my dad taught us. Mm-hmm. If we didn't, this never happened to me. But my older brother said if they didn't wake up in time for school, they got one warning. Like, hey, it's time to wake up. And if they didn't wake up again, they'd have water thrown on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my dad was kind of psycho. your dad. Uh, not me. He, he was kind of psycho. shit that I wish I could have been able to do. <laughs> yeah, my dad was extremely strict. 
Yeah. In my next life, I'm going to be a stricter parent, I think. Yeah, but not that strict, man. That's that's overboard. Hey, are you a serial killer psychopath? No. You can thank your dad for that. <laughs> <laughs> are you a little asshole? No, but nope. I have pretty bad anxiety, so. <laughs> thanks, thanks, dad. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's funny. <sighs> um, so that's the end of the episode. That's the end of the episode. That was a good one. <laughs> that, was, that was a good time. That was fun. That was fun. Yes. So I have an email to read. Oh damn! This one comes to us from Tara S. Oh. Mm-hmm. So she's responding to how we'd asked um, listeners and producers and all that on, you know, what other shows they would like to see us do, possibly, you know, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So she says, we'd love you guys to do Rhoda. Rhoda. That show took such a weird turn in later seasons, <laughs> but we'd love to hear your take. Loving this Brady podcast, listening to part four of the movie on our way to our daughter's house for Christmas. Aww. I listen every week while I make the two and a half hour drive to watch my granddaughter when my daughter works. Oh, wow. Your humor is our humor. <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas. That's awesome. Good. Well, appreciate that, Tara. Oh, but, yeah. Um, Rhoda, God, you remember that show? I don't, I never really watched it. I don't Rhoda. think I've ever seen it, but my mom was a big fan of it. Is that the one with um, B. Arthur? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I heard that show was funny. I've never watched it, though. I always thought yeah. B. Arthur kind of looked like the that lady from 101 Dalmatians. You're talking about Cruella DeVille? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My mom kind of looked like her, too. <laughs> I could see that your mom kind of mm-hmm. looks like B. Arthur a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I met Cruella DeVille, but yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, same, I guess. Same <laughs> okay. Well, we appreciate that, Tara. Hell um, yeah! And we're glad you can make your. Uh, we can make your two and a half hour drive. That's a long mm-hmm. drive. Holy shit! We need to try it to make is. sure that our podcasts are two and a half hours long for, <laughs> yeah. for her sake, for real. Yeah. Well, maybe she needs a little bit of uh, downtime to kind of, you know, oh, maybe yeah, take yeah. in and reminisce on what she just heard, you know, from our show. Well, plus, I, I know she probably pauses it a lot to laugh. Just oh, that's like, like a lot. True. So yeah, that makes two like, hours turn into like four. Or she like thinks something so funny, she goes back and listens to it again. That's true. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, 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 she does that. Yeah. Yeah. So it's perfect. It's good. Yeah. Nice. 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 All right. And I have another email. I'm going to oh, read real quickly, too. Yeah. This one comes to us from Whitney B. We've heard from her before. Yeah, yeah. And she's Every also time I responding. hear her name, I think of the show A Different World. her name was Whitney yeah Yeah. Um, but um, she's also in response to what we talked about about what kind of shows okay and she says listening to your podcast and heard your idea of switching shows yeah my first two thoughts were Full House and Saved by the Bell okay even before you mentioned those (laughs) she goes I'm not a Gilligan's Island fan so I stopped after BB yeah. Would love to hear another show. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Well, we appreciate that, Whitney. And uh, I don't know if you know, but we just did Full House last week. We did. Yes. one of our first test episodes. So, yeah. I hmm. wonder if we should do a test on Saved by the Bell. 
We can try, but it's just there's there's been two other podcasts that do it. So yeah. Hmm. So here's a this special occasion today, Tag. Is it? I have something to read. What? Oh shit. What's going on oh, here? Shit. What is this? Wacky Wednesday? This What's is, happening? This came in through Facebook Messenger. Oh, okay. This is from Bill Ross. Now, I'm assuming it's okay to read it. I never asked him, but. I don't ask people anymore. I just read them. I just so, assume that they know that we're just going to read it. <laughs> so Bill says, Hi, talking Jimmy. <laughs> That's how he wrote it. I love the show. Got a late start in season five of The Brady Bunch, but have since binged and pretty much caught up. Needless to say, I'm hooked. While I love Gilligan's Island, I had I have to admit, I just wasn't feeling it. No mm. offense. You gave it your best. Personally, I'd love I love it if you would do Facts of Life. Oh, okay. Not only an iconic show, which I do love. But I have to admit, the acting is pretty atrocious. <laughs> and just the anticipation of hearing you guys discuss the way the girls um, grew over the years would be oh, a hoot. God. See, that's a uh, shaky ground there, uh, Bill. Yeah. <laughs> they are still minors, and we can't really talk about that. Yeah, but girls, girls, girls. Yeah. Girls, girls. Throw in George Clooney, Mackenzie Aston, and Cloris Leachman. Yeah. And you got a recipe for a classic podcast, Mayhem. Ditto Saved by the George Bell. George Clooney is a sailor. Yeah. Ditto yeah. Saved by the Bell. The episode where Jesse gets hooked on caffeine pills alone would have me, quote unquote, so excited. <laughs> <laughs> I did think the Full House episode was awesome. A big improvement over Gilligan, in my opinion. Well hmm. done. Wanted to comment that the car backing through the wall gag was, far as I know, first done on the Lucy show. The episode Lucy decides to redecorate. In 1963, hmm. Hmm. Lucy and her housemate Viv, Lucille Ball and Vivian Vance, paint the whole house, including the stairs. So they wind up sleeping in the car. Someone's foot hits the gear shift and bam, car goes through the wall. Damn. Keep up the great work, guys. I'll be listening regardless of the show you decide on. Bill. Nice. Yes. Wow. It's pretty cool. We also got one. Uh, uh, so I got one here from uh, Lorelai. Lorelai says, this is all same topic. <laughs> she says, love the podcast. Not a huge fan of the Gilligan's Island episodes yeah, for many I, of the reasons you mentioned. And it's funny because I, I kind of feel bad because what had happened was, you know, me and Tack, like, like we always say, we're always looking at the show and stuff and. I just, not only did I feel like the energy was waning, but our numbers kind mm -hmm. of indicated it too, like in the charts and yeah. all this kind of, it was kind of indicating that things were kind of sagging a little bit. Oh, for sure. Like our numbers were kind of meh, meh, meh. Mm -hmm. But then we did a very pretty Christmas numbers like shot up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the last four episodes, not counting full house, but last four episodes, the Christmas, Christmas mm -hmm. episodes were you can see the, the the jump. Yeah. So me and Tech very much subscribe to the mentality of hurry up and fail. And so, <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So anyways, go ahead, Tech. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, Lorelai goes on. She says, what about going through the Brady Brides and the Bradys? Mm -hmm. And then instead of doing another series, 
do select episodes from classic retro TV, something yeah. different every week. We had thought about which, that, yep. Which we discussed. Mm-hmm. Then you can do your ALF and Saved by the Bell episodes and pick and dissect, talk about other shows from the 70s on up, Facts of Life, etc. Mm-hmm. She said, keep up the good work. Yeah, we had thought about that too. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yep, that's also been in discussion. Yeah. Um, so our next email, <laughs> we're just reading emails today, Jimmy. Yep. Um, we're catching up on the emails because we're trying to get the response well, back. We're trying to get people. this to be um, three hours or two and a half hours for Whitney. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> um, this one's from Jenny. Mm. Yeah. You know what it is? I tell you, I already know. We're not even looking at it. Mm-hmm. She, she's into us because of the um, in the sports talk we had last week. Just saying. Let's see what she says. Yep. She says, hello. Hello. <laughs> you wicked monkey. <laughs> I wanted to send this to you guys to let you know that I'm still around. Yes, thank you. I have to admit that I'm way behind with Gilligan's Island, no, I, but I've I just finished. <laughs> but I've just finished the first two episodes of A Very Birdy Christmas. All I can say is I have missed you guys. <laughs> I've been laughing and enjoying all the mouth kissing comments. <laughs> like a liar. And I don't remember asking you a goddamn thing, which gets me every time. Oh, so wait a minute. What, who, who is it that sent this? It's from Jenny. Oh, well, Jenny. I don't remember asking you a goddamn thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just teasing. Just joking. Please don't kill me. Jenny goes on. Anyway, I'm still here. And as Captain America told Bucky in Captain America Winter Soldier, Mm. I'm with you until the end of the line. Aw. Aw. Oh, and did you mention another podcast you guys are going to do? What's this all about? Yes. Yes, we did. Um, We're going to experiment with a horror podcast. Because me and Tech, uh, well, not so much Tech. I really, really like horror movies. Um, but I, I, I can appreciate horror movies for the creativity that goes into it. You know, like like I've explained before. Well, I don't think I've explained on this, but I explained on, on the other one. Um, horror is the only genre with the, maybe the argument of fantasy where you have permission to do whatever you want. The suspension of disbelief is 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 inherent in the in the genre. So you have permission mm-hmm. to do whatever you want. And all they can come up with is this some dude with a knife around a house. Like, that's it. Like, that's what you got. <laughs> a haunted house. That's all you have. Like, so I love movies like, you know, It Follows and The Autopsy of Jane Doe and, you know, Zombieverse. And, and I love the the really, really creative stuff that's coming out of horror. I would love that kind of stuff. Get Out, that kind of stuff. I love that. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's kind of what the new podcast is going to talk about is. We're going to look at horror movies every week and just kind of dissect it, not to the level that we do in this, because it would be like a seven hour long podcast. (laughs) Um, But we kind of look at horror movies and kind of dissect them a little bit and we get a little bit more into the, the, the filming of it and, you know, the special effects part of it and how they did certain things and why they made certain directing decisions. And so that kind of stuff. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. So Jenny goes on. um, I'm just starting episode three and then on four, and then back to the island. Mm. Hope you both had a great Christmas. I don't cook. Just wanted to put that out there. Not sure why, but <laughs> thought it might be interesting. You know, I'm one fan, Jenny. Um, but that's not the Jenny email I meant to read. <laughs> but oh. that one was also good. This is the one I actually meant to read. Okay. So Jenny says, OMG. I was one of those that was like, what the fuck is going on this morning? I normally listen to my podcast in order, but of course, 
I started this ASAP. I work from home, so I listen to pause during the day normally. She's referring to our full house episode. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, no. We pissed off Jenny. No, no, no. Oh, she okay. fucking loves okay. it. She okay. was like, anyway, love this. And yes, <laughs> I do have some sports wood or whatever it is you would call it for a chick. <laughs> with sports talk right off the bat. And look at Jimmy knowing it was hockey jersey. Hell yeah. <laughs> Looking forward to this month. Um, I've also been catching up on the island. It has been making me laugh. I've really missed you guys. It's weird that I feel like we're besties when we haven't even met you. And I live in, not going to say where. So when you are meeting up with Jimmy and Jim, I'm totally inviting myself. Hell not yeah. Not sure where in Illinois you live, but I will be there. Hell <laughs> you know, yeah. I told Jenny, I was like, no, we already got plans. So <laughs> it's not, a, you know, we already have like reservations for three exactly. somewhere. Yeah. And that would just be weird. That'd just be kind of awkward because then we're going to look like two couples, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and so one of us has to sit next to you and the other has to next to Jim. Yeah. No, we're 100% we're besties. 100%. That's probably <laughs> totally. the biggest biggest thing that's come out of this podcast. And I, I can't speak for tech, but the one of the biggest things about this podcast is, you know, feeling like we're we're, we're making friends, you know, with, with people like Jim and Jenny and, and Glenn Glenn and, you know, um, all the other names are escaping me right now, but all the, all the people that <laughs> regularly write into the show, you know? Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. I do have one more thing I want to read real quickly. This is about a response to what we've asked as well. Um, So this is from Alphabet 25, which we've heard from a few times. Mm -hmm. Um, Tack and Jimmy. Uh Oh, I've been thinking about the direction of a very pretty podcast and you guys asking for the thoughts and feedback of the listeners. Right. I'm a little older than you guys and remember watching first run episodes. Mm. Then I tried to remember what I turned to after Brady Bunch ended. Where did I go next back in 1974? Interesting. Yeah, I think your listeners are probably all a similar demographic. Therefore, to retain them, maybe go to the next popular show that people navigated to. Partridge Family? For me, this show was Happy Days. Happy Days, yes. yes. If you choose to go this route... End it after Fonzie jumps the shark because after that, the show is truly crap. <laughs> it literally jumps the shark, yeah. <laughs> after that, I gravitated to Three's Company. Don't get me wrong. Mm. I think you two can make any podcast entertaining, and I do enjoy your Gilligan's Island podcast, so whatever you decide. I'm along for the ride. Just putting my two cents in, keep up the good work, Jim. You're the, you're exactly the kind of people that we appreciate calling or writing in and, and giving your opinion because because mm-hmm. like like you indicated like I was I was born in seventy four you know what I mean so you know me and Tech are looking at this through the lens of you know two generation X's you know <laughs> looking at old TV shows and I enjoy hearing hearing from people that were around when they first came out I like that um, yeah we we had thought about Three's Company but. A lot of the shows that are self-aware, like well, that one's not really that self-aware, but it's such a silly farcical show. It's almost like if it's if it's too farcy, it doesn't leave anything for us to to make fun of, you know. Um, but that was definitely a good show. I love that show. Yeah, I used to love Three's Company. Oh yeah, for sure, for <laughs> sure. And I remember when the show ended, I was so disappointed. And then Three's a crowd. I'm like, oh my god, what's going to happen? And it just vanished one day. It's like what the fuck. So. <laughs> Yeah, but happy days. Happy days. Uh, 
you know, be- between between you and me and Tack, the rest of you have to plug your ears and sing happy birthday for a second. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's uh, happy days is coming up as one of the episodes we're going to do this season. So, yeah. Okay. You guys can unplug yours now. So. <laughs> they can't hear you, Jim. They're still. Oh, yeah. shit. That's right. Yeah. yeah they, they probably heard that. In their, they probably they felt okay. they felt it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, we appreciate everybody writing in and giving Hell all yes. their. Uh, input and everything, Tara, Whitney, Bill, uh, Jenny, um, Jim, um, whoever else. If and I Glenn, Glenn, we're getting to your messages. We're going we're gonna yes. to devote some time to you next week. So. Next week, yeah, we'll get yes. to your audio. We haven't listened to them. We usually listen to them live on the show. So. <laughs> yes, we do. Yeah. So I have no idea what they're going to say, but I'm sure it'll be, it'll be uh, on the Barbie. <laughs> I don't know. I tried to think of something <laughs> funny, but that didn't work. Um and uh, plus, we also have all the comments that our um, producers had, had said as well. But oh, like shit, I yeah. said, um, they... Yeah, but those are... You got to be a producer here, those. I'm, I'm yeah, not trying yeah. to be a dick. But. No, no, no. Yeah. I'm not going to go through them. But yeah. I've already, we've already talked with them and gotten their mm-hmm. input. And so... Um, so, yeah. So, it looks like we're on the market. We're a free agent, if you will. There you go. Yeah. We're That's looking to hook up. <laughs> Well, I was trying to go a sports reference for Ginny, but... Uh, oh, shit, yeah. But, yeah, I like yours better. Yeah. Yeah. So, look out, world. We're uh, looking for something better. Newer. So, the fact that we have two podcasts makes us like Bo Jackson. Uh, I believe uh, also Michael Jordan. Oh, shit, yeah. He played, like, what, baseball? Yeah, I think he did for, like, a yeah, week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember my dad used to talk about Joe Pastorini and Mean Joe Green. It's the only two remember, oh, names I remember. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what I think it was football. I think I don't. It's my dad. I only say that because my dad watched football. Yeah, but I, I couldn't tell you what team or what era they played. No idea. But. Jets, Sharks. <laughs> oh, oh, I thought we were doing West Side Story references. <laughs> Why would we do this? The Jets are going to play tonight. <laughs> <That's toxic. laughs> um, yeah. All right. So, you know, everybody, you know, we did here. We had a good time tonight. Remember, we do love the show or all the shows that we're doing. Who knows what we're doing next week? Actually, we'll tell you in a minute. Uh, it's yes. just a lot of fun and good nostalgia. Yes. So, we would personally like to thank our besties. Jenny and Jim, because without you guys, this wouldn't be possible. And we appreciate all of our Patreon people. And, um, and again, like we're always, we, we say this from time to time, like we would love to see, cause we give out merch through the Patreon. We would love to see what you guys get. And if you don't want us to show anybody, we won't, but we'd love to hear from you. We would love to, you know, feel free to, to write in. Uh, but we do appreciate Jenny and Jim cause they're the ones that first started the Patreon and they're the ones that kind of mm-hmm. took a chance on us. And we really do appreciate it. It's very humble. It's still, it's very humbling. Indeed, indeed. So, some homework assignments. Mm-hmm. First of all, check out the website at www.averybradypodcast.com. Do a rate and review on Apple Podcasts, Podchaser, CastBox, or Audible. Tell two friends about the show. You know what? I'm feeling generous. If, if you really have to, you can tell just one. Just oh, this week, Jimmy. though. Just okay. this week. You can tell just one friend. Next week, you got to make um, it up. They got to tell three. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. They don't work at a call center like I used to. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Tell at least one friend about the show. And if you don't have any friends, then um, 
you know that guy at work you don't like? You know, the one that's kind of a pain? Tell him. <laughs> Send an email to the show like everybody else did that we read. And tell us how you like, dislike, or if you have an idea. Maybe yes. for a show that we can watch. Or if you just want to say hi. Yeah. And you send that yeah. to everybrodypodcast at gmail.com. Yes. Join the Facebook group and join the conversation and the fun at a very Brady Facebook group. There's been some some fun interaction on Facebook. There has been. So it's kind of neat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's nice. Yeah. Uh, if you'd like to be a producer, check out the Patreon at patreon.com slash podcast. Check out our Instagram at Podcast. Follow us on Facebook. This is where you're going to get real-time updates, like if the show is going to be late or we're going to skip a week or something like that. That's where you're going to find out. Yes. Check out the Retro Network at www.theretronetwork.com. Check out our shop with our affiliate link at averybradypodcast.com slash shop. Check out our Public merch store. The link is in the description of this and every episode. But last and certainly not least, if you don't do any of these things, mm-hmm. go watch some classic television. Hell yeah. And you might be asking Jimmy, I'm not into the old shit. I'm not into <laughs> I Love Lucy and fucking Leave it to Beaver and Rhoda. That's okay. Because no matter what generation you're part of, Say by the Bell can be classic television for you. Mm-hmm. Friends could be classic television for you. It don't mm-hmm. matter. Just go watch some classic television. You ain't so lying. Tack here is going to tell you where you can start taking away Tack. Um, so on the next, thank you, Jimmy. So on the next episode, you're, you're, well, you're welcome. Tack. Okay. On the next episode, we're going to watch a review. Bewitched. Oh shit. Season three, episode 19 entitled supercar. And if you're oh. asking yourself, is there a theme going on here? Because the <laughs> Full House episode was about a car crashing through the house. Mm-hmm. The Leave it to Beaver episode was about Wally crashing the car. Mm-hmm. And this Bewitched episode is about a car. Mm-hmm. And for me, I have to say, no, there's no theme. It's totally unintentional. <laughs> it really is. Well, not really. I mean, not this one was. The first two were unintentional, but then I was yeah. like, hey, let's keep going with the theme. So, oh, okay. Okay. So, yes, this was intentional for uh, so the next week's episode, whatever show that might be your episode, it's going to be about a car, too. Oh, damn. Okay. Car on T. Um, <laughs> did I just tell you what you're going to do? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. I guess it is then. So. Trying to win Darren over, and Dora zaps up a futurist car for him. Darren is pleased until he finds out she stole it from the real car company. <laughs> and by mm. the way, Bewitched is available to stream on uh-huh. Amazon Prime. So yeah. That felt good. That felt like a sneeze that you've been trying to get out all day. <laughs> That's what that felt like. <laughs> yeah. All right, in that case, unless you have anything else. Uh, nope. Nope. All right. In that case, I have been Jimmy. And I've been Tack. And this has been a very Brady podcast. And we will see you another sunshine day. Keep smoking. This has been a presentation of the Retro Network. <laughs>